When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. People always want to know how you go from this to this. Hello, I told them I always pay homage to those who didn't get a chance to make it out. I'm like seven times and then I get in the booth. Yeah, I, really been there. I give up yeah, my life. I give up my experiences. Yeah, I give up my gifts. I, I move to entertain, but I also move to teach. Always letting you know. You mess with this, definitely mess with a problem. You move to a new city. And you rep it like it's your own. You work harder than everybody around you. So you had a chance to shine harder than everybody around you. You let them know what it is to be an MC. You let them know what it is to be a businessman. And only then can you get a people the cooker. Yeah, 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 yeah. We back here on a Monday. Yeah, we back again with the Queen Vet Green, your boy, the Joe, the Overlook MC. Let's start this morning off right. Get your cup of coffee, y'all. Let's go. Let's check one track. Let's get the world. Let's get the world. You know how we do it. Why so serious? Pulling up in this big body like Brusto. Even rich like Reed and Diggs, we move so well. You should know the drill. You should know the vibes. If it ain't red, white, and blue. Baby, that's not my size. It's the mafia, the fan base that adopt you. On Sundays, we are not cool. Any other days, we're robbing you. We haven't sent, we're Hamlin win. Three spoke to God and said thanks, though. Having cool years, real dope, but I really miss the fan base, though. Now turn it up, turn it up, wait. Now turn it up, 
Grand Rising Banger. Banger, the family, the building, no doubt, man. The one of the the uh, new sponsors and everything, you know what I'm saying? Of the morning show, you know what I'm saying? Good morning, good morning. What's going on, Queen? Grand Rising, Grand Rising, feeling great. Yeah, yeah. No stress. What do they say? Okay. Less stress. Yeah. Not bothered. Yeah. Grateful to be here. Got me some. Uh, I made some cream of wheat this morning with some Bob Evans sausages. I know that's right. That, that thing stick to you too. That's one of the meals you don't have to worry about nothing until five. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'ma know what she was doing when she made that in the morning. The mornings back in the day. Word. Huh? Word. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm for y'all. It's my day off. I'm finna make some cream of wheat sausages. And y'all gonna lay down and get on my face. Okay. What y'all eating for breakfast this morning? If y'all eating anything, or maybe y'all drinking y'all coffee. Yes, I, I wanted some breakfast this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I, I did I did I did the uh chicken sausages and some pancakes uh yesterday morning. Uh, I had to, you know what I'm saying, I had to make some pan, I made some, you know, cook for the wife. You know what I'm Aww. saying, breakfast in bed, you know what I'm saying. That's what's up. My mom always says she loves, she, that man sure love his wife. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I do, I love my queen, man. She definitely hold her brother down, man. Uh, when a, when a brother was towed up from the flow up. She showed up. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. When I was tore up and float up, she showed up. So, you know, I got I got to give her her flowers every day, man. Every day is Valentine's Day, man. For for her, like you know, my, my my man Terrence Love said in the song, every day is Valentine's Day. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's on the show today, y'all. Y'all stay tuned in, man. The interview today with the up and coming new king of R&B, Love, Terrence Love. Is on the show this morning. Stay tuned in on that. Definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, you know we're gonna play his video and and all that good stuff. And we got a you know a lot of new things. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, and happy birthday, King! Happy good morning, King Building. Happy born day. You know what I'm saying? To see see you go around the sun one more again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what's up. That's what's up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Boss Bay, yeah, coffee. And he said coffee in the apple. You know what I'm saying? My man on his nutritious game. He got my energy this morning. He about to be on fleet with that coffee and the apple. Okay. You know, when apple a day, keep a doctor away. That they that's what they say. What you got? What you got going on for breakfast for your for your born day, uh Mr. Jeffrey Ghetto Prophecy Byron Will. Yeah, yeah, he's the he the big four five. Yeah, I remember when I was four five. Let me get about, I'm, about to, I'm, about to, I'm about to turn fifty. You know, my fiftieth birthday party is coming up in 2024. I'll get ready for that flyer. You know, I'm putting that together. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I got some invitations, and some folks gonna have to pay to get in. But I got some invitations that I'm inviting folks to to so jump off. You know what I mean? To my fiftieth. You know what I mean? You know. Uh, gonna get that bad boy host by my man 50 trilliums and the queen vet green gonna be hosting my b party in the building he's probably gonna be on the ones and twos you know what I'm saying? yeah so we getting that together you know it's just slowly but surely Tim Hortons. <laughs> yes. that age does come off with so much thank you everybody for tuning in this morning i'm just 
uh, sharing and doing doing my part because you know Joker be holding the show down. So I gotta make sure I do my part in the morning time and share yeah. this. If y'all can do us a favor and just put, if you are listening right now, or even if you are watching a replay, put at followers and at highlight. That way, your followers will see it. Will see it as well as ours, and we can just be like this big old happy family. Yeah, and uh, you see that uh, 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 Meta gave us an award uh, patch on our page. Uh, they said we was the we are the fastest growing light page right now. Give us a badge. We got uh, over a hundred followers less than six days. That's that. Uh, so shout no out problem. to Meta for giving us some love. You know what I mean? That we keeping it official for them. We 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 ain't ratchet on here. We ain't you know you know they showing us some love. So shout out to them. And uh, you know the goal is doing get a hundred new followers a week. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We can do that, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna give something back to y'all. Something we gotta do something for y'all for our for our listeners or something. You know, when we do the uh uh what they call the listeners appreciation day or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's definitely it's definitely uh attainable. And also, everyone, continue to send us music. Please send me any RB music. You can send it to me at vetgreen76 at gmail.com. We are looking for videos as well as the MP3s. The videos are, oh, I miss you too. I miss seeing you in the morning time here. The yeah, videos are yeah. perfect because we are doing more and more. If you have been following the morning show, you'll see that we've been doing more and more videos. And that's what we really want to get to. This is like 106 in Park meets the morning show, you know, yeah, with, with yeah, the Joker yeah. and Vet Green. Yeah, it's a, yeah, 106 in Park uh, uh, mixed with the Breakfast Club, you know. You know, mixed with Oprah Winfrey. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Bro, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And, and it's flat. And the hip hop culture come from uh, Angie Martinez. You understand me? Yeah. Yeah. So we got to be, we mixed up a little bit. We different, different in the morning. But we discover music. And somebody gave, somebody has said that we the top podcast that discover music on IG. So if you, that's why them ads is important. You do them ads that say sponsor. People is watching. People is definitely watching. And oh, uh, yeah. what it do. So I'm just gonna throw that out there. So yeah. good, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, we yeah, we definitely gonna get involved and play some more music videos and all that good stuff. And as we will go after this break, we'll be, be back with a little bit of uh hot topics. You know, we're gonna get into that. We got a lot to talk about. It's been a long yeah, weekend. You know, we, we got, we we got Terrence Love bringing back the love in the R and B. We got him yeah. in the house today. And yeah. you can hear him playing in the background. Yeah, Terrence Love in the background, man. Uh, Thank you so much. King of R&B Love, y'all. The new king of R&B Love. When y'all yes. hear him, you know what I'm saying? When we play the, the videos today, you're going to see why. <laughs> so you're gonna definitely going to see why. Appreciate the highlight from Bars Banger. You know what I mean? One of the, one of our uh, new sponsors uh, on this platform. You know, I'm looking forward to all the R&B music that we that we get. I'm I'm really getting more and more excited, especially because we have Thanksgiving coming up, um, and we're going to be playing. We we're going to be on Thanksgiving. We're going to have some holiday music. So if you have any holiday music, please send it to both uh, myself and Joker. You can if you don't know my email address, you can hop in my uh, messages and send me a message, or you can send it to Joker. Yeah. But I am really looking yeah. forward to seeing and and hearing a lot of music. I listened to a lot of music over the weekend. What yeah, you, how was your weekend? 
I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, listening to some new music. I've been listening to the new playlist we got, you know, the the uh, podcast, morning show podcast uh, playlist. We got the top five, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they, you know, Spotify upgraded a little bit for us, man, since they've been changing these around. Since it's run by Universal Records now. So now they let me go ahead and change things around so I can have a top ten. Mm. So we have, I'm starting off with the top five. If you go on DA, is DA, duh morning show podcast on spotify you see the top five r&b songs we played the videos and now they're on the top five on our playlist go in and download it you can download it for free even though you don't have an account now uh you could download it for free mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying to where it could be on your google account to where you can listen to it anytime you want to and uh check out the top five you're gonna add uh you're gonna add about five more new artists in the, with the next two weeks of you know because i'm gonna have a new video of the day starting on Thursday. I'm gonna get back to that on Thursday because we got a special guests on Wednesday. You know, it's Akeisha Dreams. She is a gospel hip hop artist, and and that's her hip hop ministry she got going on. So we are gonna have church on Wednesday morning with her. You know what I mean? And and uh, I can't wait to talk with her. Me and her been talking in the DMs, and she's so happy. And you know what I mean? And she just ready to go in and bless us uh, on this uh, podcast. So shout out to Keisha Dreams, man. She's awesome. She's definitely up. awesome. And, you know what I mean? So, and hello to Chris, Chris Riels. And hey, Queen, I see you out there, Lola Rue. I see you out there. Um, I'm not going to tear your name up, but Porter, thank you so much for tapping in. Some of you I have not seen before. So thank you so much. Everybody tell uh, Ghetto Prophecy uh, happy 45th birthday. Rich Risings, everyone. I'm trying to really get it together this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna go, we're gonna go into this uh commercial break. Then we'll be back on some uh situations. We got some things to talk about, man. Uh yes, we're we gonna do. talk we about it. it and we're gonna make it do what it do uh right here. You know what I mean? No Trump doubt. We'll be right court, back, y'all. We talking. We talking, that's it. Hey, Vox, I want to try that. Right. I want to try that. That looked good. You know, man. That's the new Vodka, y'all. That's the one that's taking the place of Surrock, if you don't know. Y'all know about what happened to Surrock. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, they, you know, because of Diddy, Diddy tried to sue and they got some situations going on. So, you know, you can still get it, but it's that, you know, you don't, you don't see too many Surrock commercials no more because Diddy, the one was behind that. Uh, and now he did not own it. He did not own it. Most of these. About because you don't, you just an uh, influencer. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you gotta get it twisted. So that's the new wave coming up. That new AU vodka. I want to try it. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a bottle for uh, Thanksgiving. I might bring a bottle uh, for Christmas. You know, I want to try mm-hmm. that watermelon and I want to try that berry bat passion. I want to try that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, 
yeah, yeah, you know, you know, to get my sip on, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm a sipper, y'all. I don't, you know, what I'm saying I don't, I don't guzzle. I sip, you know. What I'm saying? I want to <laughs> understand. No, doubt. we gonna get right into hot topics, man. Queen, I know you got something for me. I know you got oh, like four, five uh, information. It's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, y'all. So Donald Trump is set to take stand today on his own 250 million dollar civil fraud trial it's getting crazy it's getting crazy we're going to talk a little bit about donald trump everyone um listen so he's set to to uh be on trial today as you know he walked out last month he was upset he he just was not hearing what they had to say he was not here for he's still saying that he should not be on stand on trial that they're that they're everybody's up against him so um he, he's going to swap chairs next to his lawyers and i'm reading this off of abc news everybody so after more than a month of watching from the sidelines trump is set to be the star witness today in his own 250 million dollar civil fraud trial mm. sources to source i know 250 million dollars and then Ooh. and then i heard during my research that he allegedly allegedly may have frauded or mis misstated uh, his income by over two billion dollars wow not two dollars not two hundred not two thousand two billion dollars yeah okay yeah it's listen wow. y'all and then to make matters even more crazier Trump is leading in some of the polls, specifically Nevada, by over eleven points. Oh, he's, he's still. So he still is it in the running? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's one of the top Republican candidates right now for presidency. You know, he's, wow, wow. He's and one that, of the top. The election is what tomorrow, right? Um, not so the presidential election is next year, but we do have some state and local elections this um today and tomorrow. So early voting started uh September, October 30th. Um, early voting started or October 28th, I'm sorry. Yeah. Early voting started. So here in Erie County, um I can let you guys know who's running. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go out there and get your vote on. I know I'm gonna go outside. You know, I'm yes. going to try to make it do what it do. So yeah. these are the primary elections, everyone. And if you go on Erie.gov, you will be able to see the list of people who are running and the different candidates um, that are running. Uh, for instance, uh, Supreme Court here in, yeah. in Buffalo, that one, or Erie yeah. County. The, yeah. It's the municipal elections here in yeah. Erie County, everybody. Yeah. Be safe while you out there too, because you know a lot of crazy folks gonna be out there. Uh, be safe, be diligent, diligent, and all that, man. Uh, be safe, and, and, and you know you just out here trying to do the right thing and get your voice heard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, uh, so you know, well, you know, to uh, I got a little bit of uh sloppy news. What's your sloppy news? <laughs> while, I, while I eat my uh, breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is coming from the Ugly Money podcast and also coming from BET News that mm -hmm. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade is separated. You know what? Gabrielle I heard Union, speculation about that. Yeah, and uh, Dwayne Wade is separated. Gabrielle Union is filing for divorce. Uh, they did not say why, 
I know Ugly Money was on the podcast yesterday talking about it. And as you know, they, if you notice on all the pictures and stuff, you see them at the award show for the last past couple months. They're not wearing their rings. They're not wearing their rings. So, you know, yeah. um, pull up the info and see what's going on with that. Because uh, when I heard that on Ugly Money, then um, at the bottom of Ugly Money, you know, he got the information from BET News. And I clicked on that and they had a little small thing on. I didn't get to read uh, really check it out because i was doing my prep work for you know this podcast so you know what i'm saying so yeah they're saying that uh, their male union and the way way is officially separated and yeah, yeah, it's, it's union still and- speculation about that yeah. right now so yeah. all this year they've been saying that they may be headed for a divorce um as as of right now it has not been publicly announced they have been together they they actually met in february 2007 yeah. but did not even talk about relationship or speak on their relationship until about 2009 2010 right. but there had i, I don't yeah. know they're they're one of those power couples i hope that it's not so I hope, it I hope, is i hope they hope they hope they but you know you know i know grabiel union's situation her last uh marriage uh you know she was paying most of the bills so she felt in her heart that if i'm paying on the bills you can't tell me if I can't cheat or not. Where they do that at? Mm, yeah. Yeah, she definitely, she's a piece of work. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I she's she's, she's been a, she's traumatized by some things, y'all. She's yeah, been yeah. traumatized <laughs> by some things. Ugly Bunny said, Ugly Bunny said she was Jada Pickett before Jada Pickett. <laughs> ugly buddy stupid <laughs> i said yeah you was right though because she was kind of ratchet in that situation mm-hmm. you know she said, i paid most of the bills of the house you can't tell me who i'm who i'm making love to <laughs> it might not be you why you yes. sitting up here on my couch <laughs> they did not, did not play. <laughs> we do. So it looks like the uh, the writer strike may be ending. Okay. Yeah, it looks like it may be ending, or at least they are. The, the negotiations are getting them closer to hopefully end this thing. Um, some of your favorite shows may not be playing right now because, I mean, the writers have been, it's the SAG AFTRA, the SAG, um, yeah. the American film. That's right. Yep. So and they pay a lot of reruns. They do, you, you, you watch seen the shows, but you don't know if you pay attention, they are reruns. They're not really, you know, um, they're not in the studio you know, doing new episodes on a lot of the sitcom um, that's on TV now. Um, some talk shows is you know but uh yeah they they repeating uh so i hope it ends so we can get some new content on tv man uh i hope so too they're still reviewing the proposals they've gotten so the the sag which is the um screen actors guild they are reviewing the proposals sag after they call it um yeah yeah hopefully they come to some type of agreement you know what I've been noticing? And some of you out there who are watching the replay or watching us live right now, have you noticed a lot of businesses, the employees are now going on strike? Yeah. More yeah. so than, than others? And, uh, and, you know, I know, understand why is that? Because these contracts, a lot of these contracts is always, even notice that most of these businesses contract always come into like a certain type of year. Um, you would most of them do like uh four year contracts, 
average. Mm. You know what I mean? So this is the fourth year of most contract of businesses from the four plant to Chevy to uh Frigidaire. I keep going to these big corporations that have warehouses. They're four years, some is eight years. But um, you know, you know what I'm saying they do it every four years because they know them is the time those big elections come. So, you know, they can they can get double the taxes. And I didn't know this. I got this from a, a friend of mine. He was like, if you have a big corporation or business, they ain't talking about small businesses. This don't affect small businesses. But during the election and you have a contract with your employees and it's not clear by election time, you get penalized on taxes. You get double. Oh, where'd you, where'd you hear that from? Yeah, one of my good friend of mine, uh, who's uh, uh, one of my Jewish homeboys, and he was like, yeah, he said that. That's why people get shook up. When these strikes come in these businesses, because they like they got to pay a penalization on that because of because you didn't you didn't handle your pretty much you ain't doing your job to handle that case before the election, and that makes double on that because these elections ain't free that cost, so they take it out the big corporations' money, they take it out of them, the ones that know. got eleven hundred employees, the ones that got five hundred employees, one of them big corporations like that, so. That really hurts some of the businesses. That's why a lot of these businesses and stuff always tell people to vote and they push it because they don't want to, they don't want no smoke on their end because they want to make sure that their people is good and make sure the whole economy is good. Well, I do, I, 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 don't, I um, have, I have not heard that, but I, I will do some research and everybody like, like we always say, anytime you hear something that we are talking about here, you should always do your due diligence and google it or go and and do some research yourself yeah. we always try and cite our sources um great morning goldilocks great morning because i, I, I mean, do not want to, we are a, a media station we are a media outlet we don't want to give false information but in the event that we do you know we, we have to retract it but you you always want to go back and and do right. the research right. yourself um there, there's there's I, I i do know that um, just like we should be voting for our the things that matter to us, a lot of the businesses and and, and possibly your employer may want you to vote. That's against the law. It, it, they should not ever try and sway you to vote a, a certain way or vote for right. something that's right. going to favor them or favor that business. Of course, corporations want tax cuts. That's what they want. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you, Inner. I see you out there. Goldilocks, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, MD, Johnny Alam, thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you, everybody. This is The Morning Show with the Joker and your girl, Vet Green. That's indeed. Good morning, y'all. Get your cup of coffee and enjoy it. Stay stay for a while. Relax. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can. I know some people got to go to work, go to school, <laughs> and all that stuff. But, you know, if you can relax, just relax with us. You know what I'm saying? Because I got my cup of coffee. I'm chilling. But yeah, yeah, you definitely, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I throw things out there to give you an opportunity to research. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because, uh, you know, we always do our research, but I throw it out there to give you all something to work to do a little bit. And, uh, you know, so, but one of my one of my good mentors that said that it does affect in a lot of ways in, in their taxes uh, and situations like that when, uh, you know what I'm saying? He's like, that's why they always push people to just go out there and vote. You know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, go out there and speak your truth and vote. You know what I mean, and uh, you know, and um, you know, and it, it won't be no situation. You know what I mean, and that's why a lot of companies like Ford and all them. They're the ones that's real be shaking because, you know, that's a whole nother show. That's a that 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 
work lane, you know, the number of corporations, the warehouses, and you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's real different. It's different when you reach a certain level. That's why Jay-Z always said in his interview, you know, you know, when you go into this level right here where he's at, he said, this is, this is nothing, this ain't no playground. You know what I'm saying? They say billionaire, but he said, you know, this is, this is you know, I'm always on my toes. I got to be careful. Mm -hmm. I got to, I got to stay me being a, number one, being black in the, in the, in, this in that community, you know, you got to, we different, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, saying. Let me let me ask you this. Um, I gotta grab some uh, hot tea or something to eat this because I am really losing my voice. Um, what what do you think about? Um, I'm, I'm gonna ask you this and then I'm gonna drop down so I can grab my tea real quick. Okay, yeah, Missy yeah, Missy sure. Elliott being the first female rapper. What what's your Ooh, thoughts on that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be listening in the background real yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm definitely definitely uh, excited. Uh, about that, I'm very excited about uh, Missy uh, being and being involved in that. Man, she deserve it. Uh, she deserve it, and uh, yeah, and she she definitely deserve it. Make it do what it do. So how y'all feel about that? Put it in the comments. How y'all feel about Missy Elliott? You know what I mean? Um, you know we gonna talk about some things, and we gonna go ahead and have another little commercial break, and then we gonna come back and finish off a little bit more of uh hot topics and don't forget we have terrence love coming in in the next hour uh you know the r&b singer uh who definitely is doing his thing uh so definitely we're gonna do some um recap on some music videos and all that so we're gonna get right into this commercial break and be right back you know what i mean no doubt this is the morning show with your boy the joker the overlook mc and the Queen Vet Green will be back.
Central Park, the Black Joan of Arc, always sturdy, never no question marks. She better sing. I know that's right. She's singing. <laughs> she better sing. <laughs> Divine. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely doing her thing, man. That's it. But she was on the show. She's just been showing a lot of love ever since, man. She she tuned in once in a while. You know what I mean? When she's not doing what she's doing. I know she's on a roll right now doing some things. But that you know, I can't wait to have her in the situation and bring her uh to to a concert or a show or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got some amazing RB on this joint, man. And you know, we got Terrence Love will be in the building right here, you know what I mean, on our platform. You know what I'm saying? Terrence yes. Love. Hey, I see you, E Digger. Hey, Dan Riel, thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Thank you, everybody, even if you are watching the replay. You are on right now with the Joker, the Joker, yeah, and your girl yeah. Vet Green. This is the morning show right here yeah. live with the Evening Rush Network. Yes, live here on Evening Rush Network. Yeah, he definitely our, our our main sister station and sponsor for the music video other day of all the music videos that's played is sponsored by uh, the Evening Rush Network. Go ahead to the uh, description, click on 
Demon Rush Network, YouTube, and like, share, comment. We live on that show right now. We also live on other platforms. We live on iHeart, iHeart Radio Podcast. We're live on Shade 45. We're live on Fire Stick. We live on Tidal Podcast. We live on Amazon right now. We're worldwide at over 20-something countries. Uh, so we definitely doing what we do. So you definitely would love to have your business, your online business, your music, your videos, your whatever you got going on. Come and, come and holler at us about some packages. You know what I'm saying? We were just talking about packages before we, you know what I'm saying, before we came on. We got some specials we finna throw at you. Some yes, free 99 almost. You know what I'm saying? Yes, this we is what do. we do. Yeah, if you man, are really out. serious. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, Queen. Go, go ahead. If you are really serious about taking your business, your brand, you, if you are your brand, your podcast, your your artistry, your creativity to the next level, contact us. Give, you can you can contact me. You can send me an email. My email is right there, vetgreen76 at gmail.com. Say, I want to be a part of the Green Ties Media family. Let's see what we can do for you. Let's see what we can do together because it's really about supporting and collaborating and seeing what we can do as to working together. I had a really great conversation with Dan Brielle, uh, the host of Lifestyle Envy podcast the other day. And he said something to me that really resonated. And he was like, it's, it's really about what we can do to help each other. Because if, if we are all of the same mindset, meaning that we are really working towards a goal to create, to elevate our lives. Why not work together to do that? It just makes sense. Napoleon Hill talks about it in Think and Grow Rich. He talks about that, having a mastermind group. You can have a mastermind group of just individuals. It does. It, right. You don't even have to necessarily add money to the mix. It's just adding your experience, your expertise, because something that you may be good at, I may not be good at. Something that, that Dan Brielle, I, I was on the phone with him and he was teaching me some things about business. You know what I mean? So we yeah, can really right. leverage off of each other. You, right. you know, right. there's certain things that I may know a little bit more about. Certain things Danrielle may know a little bit more about. Certain things Joker may know a little bit more about. And together, we can make it work. That's yeah, mm -hmm. like-minded people, Danrielle. And I really that I really really appreciate that conversation more than you know, more than you know. That's why I'm, I'm rocking with you. Definitely go rock with you. You yeah. too. What's going on, E Digger? E Dig in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's on going on with yeah, no doubt. We 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 don't say we tuned in every morning, man. Every morning we here at seven a.m. to ten a.m. The morning show live right here. Come enjoy us with a cup of coffee, and uh, yeah, we appreciate those our listeners that's tuned in. Shout out to our new followers on our like page. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out for the new forty five new people that came on. Appreciate each and every one of you guys. And if y'all watching the replay, you know what I mean. We definitely appreciate y'all. Put some love in the comments. You know what I'm saying? Say good afternoon. We always checking this joint almost uh, every 30 or 20 minutes. We always on. Yeah, we're always. So, you know, every say good morning. How y'all doing? See how we are. Our day going not just in the morning. You know what I'm saying? You know, right. pop in the like page and show love on a, uh, on a post. Just, you know, show some love. Say we thinking about y'all. What y'all got going on? What's good? Y'all good? How y'all mental health? How y'all feeling? Right. How the family's doing? Like, really come in and show some love. But we're going to show that love back. You know what I mean? And uh, give you some love on this platform. 
Uh, yeah, no I want to I want to switch gears. Have Have you all heard about the shots that were fired in Cincinnati, Ohio? Twenty two rounds fired into a crowd of children in Cincinnati. Sure. Oh, I hear that joint. That's Let's talk about it, y'all. Man, Let's Cincinnati, I, what's going on, y'all? Let's talk about it. What's up? I think mm-hmm. it's crazy. Kids, were they going to school or going to field trip or something? Yeah. So the um, so the article that I'm about to read from is from WLWT five in Cincinnati, Ohio. So apparently, uh, and this is uh, what Cincinnati Mayor Afta Perevo, the city manager Cheryl Long, and Cincinnati Cincinnati Police Chief Terry Thiet provide an update on the shooting. This happened Friday night, everyone. And it killed an 11-year-old and injured five others. 22 rounds were fired. 22 rounds. Make sure y'all subscribe to Lifestyle Envy Podcast. Danielle just put the link in the chat. 22 rounds were fired into a crowd of kids. No time to respond. No time to react. This is the reality of what we are living right now. Our kids aren't safe going to school. Our kids aren't safe just being in their neighborhood. Do you know um, the amount of trauma these kids are going to be dealing with? I know adults wow. that have been in gunfights and still have that trauma. Exactly, yeah. Digger. Yeah. yeah, wow. That's crazy. Oh, man. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is an all right place. I've been here a couple of times. Uh, you know what I mean? Enjoyed myself out there, man. But, uh, man, what's going on, man? What, what's, 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 man? It's like mental health is really going crazy right now. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Man. Oh, man. I, I, oh, that's a change up because it's just, you know, that bother my spirit right there. Uh, so it looks, you know, it looks uh, My like brother, um, Lloyd Banks. Brother Lloyd Banks, man. He, uh, Plans to charge fans a hundred dollars hard copies of his Cold Corner Three mixtape. I saw that this morning. Hundred dollars. Uh, hundred dollars for an album or CD. And um, this this is the thing I tell people. People always say, "Oh, that's too much." Let me tell y'all something. If y'all follow me on marketing, I said there's followers, there's fans, and then there's super fans. Which one are you? Mm-hmm. Those super fans the ones gonna pay that hundred dollars. Yeah, I was super fans. So he's gonna make some money because he got super fans. You yeah. know what I mean? So you know you can't get mad at the next person because he dropping a hundred on that on that on that joint and have a collector's item because that's a super fan. And mm-hmm. and I'm gonna ask you this, uh, uh, Vic, I mean, what super fan are you to somebody? Mm-hmm. If you know, I know you like Mary J. Mary J. Oh, you already know. Mary. <laughs> If I she had, had a album for a, a CD for a hundred dollars. Would you be in line for that? I would, for, not for the CD, for, but definitely for the for the vinyl. Yeah, I was well, looking I at uh, was it Ben? No, it was uh, Conway. I think it was. Um, yeah. He has a, a he has vinyl. I'm, I want to look into that. I just saw yeah, that. Yeah, last yeah, yeah, yeah. See, 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 super fan. The Griselda out vinyl on their website be like two fifty to five hundred dollars a vinyl. Mm. And that's their super fans. They, they sell out. So let's mm. I'm gonna talk about it all the time on this interview. He said, I put up a thousand albums on my website, it sells out in five minutes. Mm. That's what's up. It sell out in five minutes. They got super fans. See, so those you know, that's why I tell artists all the time when you're branding yourself, 
and you continue putting up content and you continue putting out music and you stay in the in, in relevancy across the internet you're gonna develop some super fans and they gonna be nobody from your hometown yeah you know i sold ten thousand. i sold ten thousand copies of my hard copies i only sold a hundred hard copies in my hometown yeah and i sold ten thousand copies in two years wow. of my haters album that was a cd and i was charging 15. Yeah. i was charging 15 dollars. those who got a free one you got it free but somebody paid it for you mm. because i had a plan i said every 10 cds i sell for 15 i'll give one away free hmm. so it, it, it is paid for it's already mm. paid for with the profit what would you do for um people who aren't going with the cds because that's that's few and fire between you what would you suggest people to do i see a lot I, i've gone to um richly for one he has this card his business card where you can scan right. the barcode and, and barcode. obtain right. his music I, which i thought was a great idea well i i would say this now and i'm gonna go by oh, I, got, I got nine mentors six of them is in the industry and out of the six people in the industry four said don't be twisted on them cds don't stop them because the way things going with spotify you're going to need those cd sales they say people don't got cds no more let me tell you something you can still get a cd player now go to tumo you can get a cd player now for 13 dollars. you get a cd stereo system right now for 60. People still buying, getting buying stereo system. They still got CDs in their cars. They're putting it back in the cars in the next three years because of Spotify. Really? Yeah, that's a fact. These people that work in the industry, that's in the industry, that I'm not even, they, they go to the meetings. I, I just go, I just follow what they say. And they be on point every time. They never screwed me wrong, my, my mentor. You know what I mean? That work for the industry. So you artists, get some professional CD press you know what I mean? And and I'm gonna tell y'all this. Don't sell them no less than twenty dollars. Cause they're considered a collector's item. Like vinyls was. Like vinyls back in the day was $5.95, $4.99 back in the day. Now you can't get a vinyl. You can't find it's hard to find a vinyl for five dollars now. Yeah, in the goodwill, maybe. Goodwill or a thrift store somewhere that somebody you can donate some album, you know, whatever, you might get it for a dollar or whatever, whatever, but you know, if there's somebody something real valuable, they'll they'll take them and put it behind the counter instead of for that value. If the collector's album, like a, you know, what I'm saying that's something that's like an Elvis album or something like that, they'll keep those albums and sell them as a value. But any other album, they don't they don't know no know, know about. They got no wisdom more. You can get it for like a dollar. Mm. I know I went to a thrift store and found a a, 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 a throwback Run DMC album, a Fat Boys album, and Curbo's album. They send it for a dollar. I said, you don't know what y'all got. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna get you. You know what I mean? Where you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't do the worst search on the hip hop album because they think, you know, people don't think that hip hop is the top genre in the whole world right now. Now we're now, we're number two now um, for the first time in history. We're number two. Mm. Right now. Uh, What's number one? Because, um, you know, they look at them hits. They look at the number ones. We didn't have a number one hit yet. Mm. Yeah, the whole 23, hip hop have not been number one yet. Mm. It's the first year ever. We only got like what one mm. more month left. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, 
um, yeah, Taylor Swift been killing it. The oh, weekend yeah, been killing it. They they yeah. say she's the she's the other Beyonce. That's <laughs> she, that's out, she does have a following. But yeah. switching gears, did did you hear about that racist text that the San Jose police officer has sent? I seen something on my feeds on that, but I didn't click on it. Give me that information on that, cause you know I get so much on my feeds, y'all. I don't be I I be so busy working and, and, and trying to get green ties on another level. I be busy. I can't click so, on it. Yeah, let me know about that. Y'all seen that though? Yeah. So this one, um, uh, let's go. Byer said Nipsey did that. Jay Z bought a thousand copies for a hundred dollars a pop. I remember right, that. That's right. That's right. You know that's super. Yeah, he didn't didn't do what Jay Z did was. Give away the people who love Nipsey and he's mm-hmm. give them away. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he then he got a receipt from him, but that's a tax write-off. You know what I'm saying? Had your tax, speak with your tax account. I wish I can't wait to uh start looking at some of these receipts and stuff. They get you though, because you have to with those tax write-offs, you have to accumulate a certain a certain amount of number, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a certain number. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, you know, you know, especially um, as I tell people all the time, um, I mean to change the subject on you because I'm gonna go no, back to that. But um, but I know, remember one of my mentors said, if you change, if you if you got a car, and anytime you buy car parts, get it fixed, oil change, or gas, them the most points for your tax write off. You save all those receipts. Yeah, the taxes you put them. You gotta get a tax person that know what they're doing. A lot of them don't want to tell you that because it's a lot of work. They might charge you more, but it's it's real good in the long run because you might take an L for the first three years, and after that, you've been doing it for five years straight. You're going to see growth in it, and then it's going to be worth it because then it gets to the point you don't have to pay for your taxes to get done because it's paid for itself. Mm-hmm. These these little tips I get all the time. You know, I have a brother, uh, my man Richard, out there. If y'all know my man Richard uh, 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 McClam out there in Buffalo. He has a tax firm. Uh, that he does taxes on, it's on Hurdle uh, and Traymore. He had an offer right there on the corner. And uh, those who know him, uh, he's real good at that. Um, I know he's behind a lot of businesses out there in Buffalo, a lot of black businesses, and a lot of up and coming. He's real good if you're looking for uh, 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 an agent or something like that. He's very awesome. He really put me on game. Like, you know, yeah, that makes a big difference. But yeah, back to you, Queen. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, so the San Jose police officer shot the football hero. No, he's no longer with the department after the racist texts were revealed. And I'm I'm getting this from Fox KTVU, everyone. Um, so apparently a San Jose police officer wounded a football hero last summer, also text colleagues that he hates black people and mm. used the N-word a multitude of times. A multitude of times in the latest racist text scandal to hit the Bay Area. Um, what's being said is that the San, San Jose Police Chief Anthony Mata on Friday sent out a news release sharing snippets of the text that he alleges Officer Mark Mark McNamara, that's the officer's name, sent to another unnamed employee of the police department following the March 27th, 2022. 2022 shooting at La Victoria Taqueria. He also said that McNamara is no longer with the department. What's your thoughts? And anyone that's out there watching, what's your thoughts? I I, I know one thing that uh, I feel is 
is being done is the the rats are coming out yeah. and i'm not talking about the rats that snitching I, I don't look at that as a rat i'm talking about the the rats that want to cause chaos and 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 just mass hysteria because they don't agree with what a person looks like i, I think it's ridiculous it's 2023 why do i got, we I got a question to you queen uh what was the first time you experienced racism like one of high school i was 14 years old oh i still remember yep gretzky Ooh. that was the gretzky i can't re um remember i think it's, it was tom yep called yeah. me the n-word yeah. and as a matter of fact guess who stuck up for me janessa wow. wright wow yep she got asp for that because i was i was in seventh grade i was so scared very far i had never been to school i went to lincoln from kindergarten all the way up to sixth grade very yeah. seldom did we have um caucasian people in my school right. if, so i never went to school with white people until seventh grade and we were sitting in technology class in seventh grade and he kept on saying that we were sitting at the table together and he kept on saying it he kept calling me the n-word and janessa was sitting at a table um next to us she wasn't sitting at the table with us and i remember just tears coming down my eyes and and, and she told him call him that call it call it call her that again and she got kicked out she got asp for that for sticking up for me so thank you for that janessa Sure no did it. my heart hurt my heart yes yeah, she did she got kicked out of she got asp a couple of days for that damn brielle but yeah. she did stuck up for me she told me don't you don't ever let nobody call you that again yeah i was uh i, I bet he was 14 you, you was late late so you really was shocked yeah. i was about seven mm. walking up olympic street walking to school and somebody drove past in the car yelled it out the window Oh yeah, that has happened. And you know, and I'm like, huh? And I remember my grandmother telling us about it, and my mom. So I didn't really think that I, I would never, get, you know, get involved. You know, when you little, you you think that you know, you know, that ain't gonna happen to me. I, I got good friends out there, you know, because you be in the hood playing with your friends. You know, we had we only had one white family in the whole street of Kermit Street back in the day, mm. in the eighties. And it was when it was you know all it's only all white family, but then it was like another family, a couple other families that was old school, you know, old people. It was like three or four houses, but most of us mostly uh, African American families were there. So we, I was cool with you know, was cool with dude with the white family, Kim and all them. Shout out to my man Jason, you know, what I'm saying and all them, you know, and they, you know, to this day they still own that house uh, there. The, uh, the, the the grandkids own them now, you know what I mean? Since the mom them passed away, but they still live in that got that same house, that same house. Um, but um, so I'm thinking that because I have good, you know, white friends, I'm cool, I'm good. When that happened to me, that really tore me up. I went home, I didn't even tell my mama because you know, mm. you know, it's just I, you know, my, my mom wasn't was going through some mental things. Me being older now, she was going through some things I didn't want to add no fuel to the fire, so I just kept it to myself, but it hurt me. And I just stayed in my, I went in my room, closed the door in my closet, closed the door in the corner in the closet, and just cried. Oh. Yes. I, when you, I, yes. I felt your pain just now. Yes. That, that yes. I, I, do you feel that? Well, it's not a crazy question, but as I'm saying it to myself, I don't think some people are even in touch with. Okay, we're human. Like, why would you want to 
berate another person like that? Why would you even say that? I feel like they're so out of touch. Like he, I mean, we were two young kids and he's sitting there calling me the N-word. Because that's what he heard at home. You know, yeah. that's where that came from. It, he yeah, heard right. it at home. So I, that's yeah. a very good question, Joker. How old were you? Anyone that's watching, even if you're watching a replay, I'm trying to save my voice for this. Um, uh, even if you're watching a replay, how were you? It, it is still painful to deal with as an adult. And, and Dan Brielle is experiencing that right now. Yeah, In sad. his workplace. And it's mentally sad. draining. And, and I remember um, watching the Behind the Music. If y'all watch the Behind the Music of the Google Dow, uh, um, mm. you know what I mean? Uh, the lead singer of Google Dow used to live on Newburgh Street on the east side back in the day. Back in the day, that was pretty much the uh, rich Caucasian middle class maybe i could say but it was maybe it was richer than us but it was more middle class but uh he used to he's talking about how he used to go to kim prep and he mm -hmm. said uh on, on behind the music that he was bullied if he was to bully him to get his um to get his um lunch money you know what i mean and but he had friends that were lacking that was real close they used to take up for him uh you know you know saying and um and I, and I, and I, and I, I feel his pain too as being it wasn't too many uh white kids in Kim Prep and I remember everybody wanted to go to Kim Prep because you went to Kim Prep when you graduated you went to Kinsley High School and that was one mm. of the top you know top schools back then everybody wanted to go to Kinsley High School for some reason between that Burgard and McKinley mm. and um so yeah he was talking about that and I, and I felt bad about that I felt but you no know, I felt his pain as of being the Caucasian but now look at him now he's a a megastar google dials and uh you know when he do do a biopic i'm pretty sure that's going to be in there um but it's like man it, it, it's it's real something serious it's sad um good morning to our fellow new listeners no doubt appreciate yes. you yes i see i see you out there um grand rising melinda grand rising gamal yes. aziz i see you out there it's very mentally draining you got that right damn brown that's right Hold up really it takes a lot of energy out of you and i can say when i went to that closet crying i cried i was in there crying for at least about a half hour after. i believe it you know and my mom didn't you know i was home yet mm, you know? how did how do you, if you remember how did you deal with it the next day in school or do you do you recall at all i think it still bothered me mentally but you know back then we didn't know how to you didn't know how to handle mentally i probably act out in school that next day i probably got kicked out and got suspended because you know i act out when i was going through things like that because i didn't know I didn't know how to handle my emotions when I was back then. Mm. As being a young man and being in special ed, uh, you know what I'm saying? Being being mentally challenged, being education challenged. Um, you know what I mean? It's like I was really going through some things. And we there wasn't really no help back then like that, like it is now. Mm. Like we, tried to, we would say talk to the teachers, but you couldn't because even though I was in special ed, we still had 20 kids in the class. Mm. You know what I mean? And back then, the, the average class holds 70 people. That's crazy. And the classroom should not, that was even large. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, you know, it's just, it's, it was just, to me, I felt, I felt there was not enough people to talk to. The only person I could really talk to back there was grandma. Mm. Grandma always took the time to talk or my auntie Ann, um, always took the time to talk, but I never, it wasn't too many people in the family, too many people in the school system that really helped you unless something bad happened. Something tragic had to happen for them to talk. The guy in the wasn't even guiding me. You feel me? You know, if y'all feel me in this, if you were 80s, if you're a 70s baby, you came up in the 80s, 
do you feel that way that it, you know guidance council wasn't guiding you you didn't have nobody to talk to but your peers who listen and then you can trust that because then they'll get mad at you and throw your business out i so agree you have to start fighting after school and meet up at the meet up at you know what i'm saying in, in the gym to fight or meet in the parking lot there's always something going on because somebody would have to you know you didn't know who to trust mm-hmm. literally, literally challenged the back in the day was crazy i don't well, feel me. like um my guidance counselor was guiding me at all hey four star lamar I, I i do not think that my guidance counselor was guiding me i can remember um joker honesty is appreciated thank you so much y'all don't even know yeah. um how grand rising lamar grand rising. grand rising how y'all doing how y'all doing what's going on king how you feeling uh, same old man different dollar i feel lovely i feel blessed I feel half man. I feel half awesome. Yeah. So you know what I mean. I'm I'm I'm, I'm scratching and surviving, and I'm doing a real good job at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm very I'm very very vulnerable when it comes to this uh, uh, Dan Brown because I I think I'm I'm here to help people. I'm not I'm not afraid to talk my truth. What I've been through. Um, you know what I'm saying. Been mentally challenged growing up. I've been uh, you know what I mean. Uh, uh, learned disability. Um, I keep going, you know what I mean? You know, I, I've been through it, you know. Uh, you know, and it's like when you're going through that with the racism thing, it's like I didn't know who to go to. That's the only part I knew was grandma. Grandma, the one that grandma and my auntie used to always listen. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like I said, I went in the closet and I cried. Um, so it's like I didn't want to go to mom because she had a lot on her plate, you know what I'm saying? She was already mad at me walking in, but she didn't see me because you know. You know, you know, I remember the houses. You go to the front door. My room was the first room, so I can go right in, go in the closet, close the door. She don't even know if I'm in the room. She mm-hmm. way in the kitchen doing what she doing. She may got the music playing, cooking dinner, or cleaning up whatever she's doing. And um, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to put nothing else on her plate. But I felt that I was gonna get a whooping from bothering her. Mm. That was the, that, that was close. the way I was in my household. Yeah. That goes to what Melinda said. A lot got swept under the rug. And that's one of the reasons why as well, Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's that fear. You know, so I just, you know, I, so I did. I was not, you know what I'm saying? So and then when I did come out the closet and was in a room, I went straight to do my homework. And my mom came. In. I didn't know you was in here. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, how was school and this and that? And then I tell her. And then I just go back to my mom. I didn't want to, you know, she, you know, I don't know if she could feel that something was wrong, but. You know what I'm saying? You know, I wasn't going to tell her. You know what I mean? I, just, I was going to just take the heat. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, what was your first experience? Lamar, what was your first experience of racism? How old were you when you first, Mike, was, you felt that you was got racism? Mike, K called you the N-word out of the blue. How how old were you and how young uh, were you? The, the first time that I had something racist happen to me, I got to say I was probably like maybe like about 12 or 13 years old. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was uh, 12 or 13 years old. Uh, we used to, uh, you know, I wasn't allowed to go too far uh, from the house when my mother was at work. So um, I had to chill at the neighbor's next door house. So if anything went down or, you know, it was back in the days we didn't have cell phones, I left the window open so I could hear the phone ring from next door <laughs> in case my mother called. I had to run and go back in and get the phone. So we was all chilling and stuff like that. And uh, uh, I, I was raised in a Latino neighborhood. You know what I mean? I was raised on the west side, so I was raised in a Latino neighborhood. Okay, and, okay, um, okay. 
uh and then uh the people uh across the street will call the cops on us and shit you know what i mean because yeah. you know i mean we were like five black kids just sitting there you know what i mean just doing whatever we found something different to do every day one day we play baseball one day we play basketball one day is hide seek one day it was all different stuff so the cops come uh you know saying what, what what are you guys doing here who lives here you know the whole regular you know cop shebang you know saying okay you live here you guys go home and i'm like well okay i'm going home i live right there stuff like that and uh are you getting smart with me n-word and i was yeah, like, I, like you know what you i know mean what I um it's better than being a dumb n-word <laughs> and then once i said that because i had experienced racism yet so i didn't know to to watch my mouth and play it cool you know what i mean right. how old were you grand rising markley <laughs> you know how old I mean? were you do you remember i, I was 13 i was 12 or 13 years 13? old well see so, uh, i wish i was 13 to 12 with yeah. that experience because uh i was young i, I was six uh, or seven so uh, then uh the great. cop was like you know put me in the put me in the car and now I stayed on, I don't know if you guys are familiar where Klein Hands is. That's where I was raised around, where Klein Hands is. Mm. So uh, the cops took me in the car and took me all the way to down Broadway on like Sloan Broadway. Like once you out of Buffalo. Broadway. That's where I first heard the N-word as a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, wow. And, they made me because I, I was 13 14 i didn't have no money or anything so then they did that to make me walk all the way back home i walked all the way back home from broadway sloan broadway all the way back to the west side it took me like three hours <laughs> yeah did you really yeah i did wow. and like i said it wasn't cell phones and all that type of stuff so i was just i was just out there he's like all right now you can go home and he let me out the car and that was it um I heard so many stories at that point. So I was thankful, like, I didn't get beat up or have my, got taken somewhere and had something did to me. So I kind of looked at the positive of the situation. But that was probably my first racial experience. He was like, all right, all right, you can go home now. And we're, got in that car, drove off. And that was, that was the first many, many racist. Well, and I was just raised, I can't say I was raised different because I just, I, I was raised so humble with being raised the only child in a single parent household with it just being me and my moms, you know what I'm saying? I was raised real humble. So I looked at it as like, when they let me go, that I, I was almost relieved because I didn't, this is after Rodney King. This is after, you know what I'm saying? All, all this yeah. stuff. I was right. kind of like, I thought these niggas was going to kill me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I thought, you, so yeah. I, I looked at it as a plus, but at, as you take that long walk, you got a lot of time to think. And uh, I did a lot of thinking while I did that walk. And I was just yeah. like, man, messed up and why people like this. But that was my first racist experience. That's the thing right there. Like, why are people like this? How I many, how, if, if you're watching the replay or you are watching this live with us right now, you're hanging with us right now, we are talking about discrimination. When's the, if you've ever experienced it, how old were you? How young were you when you yeah. first experienced it? I told the story of um, in my face. I was in seventh grade and Danbrielle's sister actually took up for me. Um, but I, I can remember getting on the bus and out in Hamburg, Blaisdell with my mom, Ooh. car going by, yelling mm. the N-word out. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I threw hands out there a couple of times. Mm. <laughs> they, had, they, had a, they had a gang out there called Skinheads, and mm. uh, they used to be like twelve deep. They was looking for black people to walk down or whatever. Um, mm. And I was in the I was in the group home. I was in Baker Hall, uh, you know Martin Road right there. I walked up Martin Road with Down Ridge, 
You know, you know, somebody like they was trying to was going to jump me. You know what I mean? You know, I had to I pick up the stick and the rock. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I threw the rock, aim something. You know, we know black folks. We got aim. You know what I'm saying? Uh, knocked them out and took the stick and hit the homeboy boy with the stick and I and I and I pretty much beat him. I almost beat him to death. And the police came and I got in trouble and all that. But uh, I got in trouble. They didn't. But I was I was standing my ground and protected myself. They didn't want to hear that. But uh, but yeah, you know, we gonna go ahead and um, y'all go ahead and let us know what your experience is. We are gonna have a a break real quick. Get into a music video break and commercial break, and we'll be right back here on the morning show with the joke on Beck Green and our co-host Four Star Lamar. Know what yes. I mean, no, come through, uh, everybody. Everybody know I'm the best in what category? In everything. Name one. We got the best rappers. We literally started rap. You might have started it, but we elevated the game. Public Enemy, Rakim, Run DMC, Tupac, Biggie, Nas, R&B. Then don't do that to yourself. Keep Sweat, Rick James, Bobby Brown, Boys to Men, Drew Hill, Jodeci. Ooh, yeah. New Edition, Prince, Whitney Houston. Let me begin this. <laughs> what you doing here? Because I deserve to be in the conversation. Okay, what you got? Usher, 50 Cent, Alicia Keys, Snoop Dogg, SWV, Escape, Outcast, Eminem, Missy Elliott, Soulja Boy, you, Michael Jackson. He got y'all with that one. What you doing here? Because we got good music too. Yeah, y'all over with. Beyonce, Drake, Nicki Minaj, Chris Brown, Rihanna, Dr. Dre, Mariah Carey, Mary J. Blige, Britney Spears. <laughs> Okay, let's just come to agreement that we all got talent. You're right. Yeah, facts. What about me? Get y'all there. Did you do what you said you would? Go where you said you go. Dream how you used to dream. Know what you used to know. Laugh just like you used to laugh. Can't keep living in the past. Flashbacks don't never last. I still can't remember dreams, but lucky me. You showed up in the nick of time. You showed up giving life. I got plenty memories and company. You showed up in the nick of time, you showed up giving it life. I ain't finna fall asleep uncomfortably. You showed up in the nick of time, you showed up giving it life. I still can't remember dreams, but lucky me. You showed up in the nick of time, you showed up giving it I can keep on saying that high school wasn't that long ago Last night wasn't that long ago To whom they were older on the road No one to move her feet this cold It's my discomfort zone Left my home to build a throne My emperors and pharaohs fear to die alone hey, You gon' wish for more days on this planet Gon' miss the days you took for granted Before we know it, they shovel becomes a disadvantage Gave way too much to come back empty-handed I still can't remember dreams, but lucky me. You showed up in the nick of time, you showed up giving life. I got plenty memories and company. You showed up in the nick of time, you showed up giving life. I ain't finna fall asleep uncomfortably. You showed up in the nick of time, you showed up giving life. I still can't remember dreams, but lucky me. You showed up in the nick of time, you showed up giving life. 
Reservoir pops, AM to PM, I used to get lost Always daydreaming until it was dark Firefly beaming, I never forgot Must be a reason I took my son to that park, the family teams I'm wishing my dad could see us Feel like he helping me push on both of these swings Cause there was the push that I needed That's when I thought I started singing the Reservoir Park Started believing in Reservoir Park Seeing Big Bro perform on stage Made me wanna leave my mark Now that outline made a chalk I found the meaning of Reservoir Park While I was dreaming of Reservoir Park I still can't remember dreams but lucky me, you showed up in the nick of time. You showed up giving life. I got plenty memories and company. You showed up in the nick of time. You showed up giving life. I ain't finna fall asleep uncomfortably. You showed up in the nick of time. You showed up giving life. I still can't remember dreams, but lucky me. You showed up in the nick of time. You showed up giving life. Lucky me. Did you do what you said you would? Go where you said you go? Dream how you used to dream? Know what you used to know? Laugh just like you used to laugh? Can't keep living in the past? Flashbacks don't never last. I ain't finna fall asleep uncomfortably. I ain't finna fall asleep uncomfortably. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. That is my joint. Between that and Ida Divine, that's what I was listening to all weekend. Vocero and Ida Divine all weekend. I have on replay a few times. My daughter was like, especially that song Coffee. Um, yeah. I, because I have Vocero on replay, like a playlist of his music. So it went from like um what is it? Fact and fiction um, to coffee. <laughs> She's like, that's the same person. I'm like, yeah, it really is the same person. I, I, I just love music. And I love when people are, are able to expand themselves, expand the, the, the way they sound, expand their sound. I guess, is that what you call it? Expanding yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Vocero. <laughs> yeah, morning, yeah, morning. Yeah. I got mine. I got mine, brother. There we go. I got mine. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I got my coffee this morning too, big dog. What's going on? What's going on? I, I, I always look at it like artists. I don't know if it's the same way, but I look at it like I said. It's a, it's a, it's a getaway. It's a platform. It's a release. You know what I mean? To get stuff off your mind, and just like with this discrimination thing we're talking about, to get certain things heard that wouldn't normally be heard if you just stood at a podium and talked about it. You know what I mean? It's a different way to let people know stuff. And I look at music as one of those top ways to kind of like have a platform to actually say what's on your mind and to say what needs to be said because there's a lot of things that need to be said nowadays. Yeah, Danbriel, and thank you so much. I, I, I really enjoy seeing Danbriel on here because he's he's been rocking with me since I was in front of my phone scared to make a video and you know so Danbriel's been rocking with me for about five years like seriously so I really appreciate that um and and we we are here to shine light on discrimination and the things that really matter to us the people because I feel like we we are just forgotten about so much like I, I, yeah. I, I it really made me upset that they sent billions of dollars overseas and i literally know people and i have my hand raised myself like it's a struggle right now it is 
it is a struggle right now. Yeah, it is. It, it is. is. No doubt. No doubt. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. Well, let's get into the uh, you know, four style Lamar. Let's talk about some sports and and all that good stuff. Gonna you know what I mean? We'll talk sports star Lamar. What's going on with you, bro? Oh man, same old different dollar. I'm just, I'm just like the, I'm just like the rest of Buffalo. I'm I'm fresh off of uh watching that game last night. Yeah. It, it, it was a killer. It was it was it was difficult. It was it was yeah. hard to watch as far as if you was a Buffalo fan because if you watched the whole game, it was just like we were on the precipice of taking the lead like seven times that game and then yeah. a flag would come out or yeah. uh, or it'd be a whole call something would happen it was just like when they say the nfl is scripted i, I looking at their game last night it's, it's hard for me to tell them that they wrong it definitely yeah. looked scripted yeah. last night yeah i fell asleep on it for a little bit and woke up in the beginning like in the middle of the fourth and then um some people in the comments that was watching it on on streaming on facebook they said that it was two turnovers uh, unnecessary mm-hmm. turnovers that that messed that that messed that thing up for you know and we still had opportunity to win but that one little defense man uh you know it looked like looked like uh Von Miller getting old man he couldn't you know yeah. man, he couldn't get that last tackle in to stop that first down that would have changed the game I believe Buffalo would have won after that but uh you know like I said it was you know, we missed a real big piece of our puzzle in our defense too uh, Monado. Um, a lot of would have spread that defense out real wide, and um, yeah. it would have been a different game. Um, you know what I mean? But in Cincinnati is a very smart team. The coaches yeah. are smart. Players yeah. are very intelligent. They play smart, smart football all the time. I mean, even if they lose, they they play smart football. It's just yeah. a lot of teams outplay them. But you yeah. know they play smart football. That's that's just the that's just the, the DNA of Cincinnati. Period. You know, you can, people yeah. can never say they don't play smart football. Um, yeah. So. You know, and they play smart football and they won. Yeah. You know, yeah. they took advantage I mean, of the situation. And, you know, yeah. and why not? Because we would have. If we was on the other side of the ball. On the other side of the, yeah. yep, exactly. Exactly. And we like would've. I said, I mean, we still not running Cook. I mean, it's, it's just so many things I got a problem with. You know what I mean? And being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I'm upset with my offensive coordinator personally right now. So <laughs> with that being said, I think Buffalo should be upset at their offensive coordinator too because he is not taking advantage of the weapons that he has available to him to the fullest capacity. And that's what yeah. you got to do nowadays in the NFL. There just ain't one or two superstars on the team no more. These yeah, teams right. are full of all pro players. You got to use every single healthy player you got. Yeah, it's not showing it, it, like Demar Hamlin and stuff like that. Play yeah. some football. <laughs> Play some football. I, I appreciate them showing love to him, and, uh, and he they, uh, and then and then the all the doctors and the people that had him in the hospital, he, they all went out to dinner. You know what yep. I mean? Show a little bit of that. That was cool that they yep. he uh, and he he doing a scholarship fund, uh, each person's name that helped them in the hospital, a scholarship yeah. fund for the kids in Cincinnati. So that's that's dope. That's um, dope. Yeah. I, yeah I, I love the story. I love the story. I, I love to come up from it. I love yeah. all that. But of course, I'm, I, I, I am the sports analyst for the morning show. Yeah. You know, with that being said, I ain't a mind to tell the people how it is. DeMar yeah. Hamlin ain't that good, y'all. I don't know if y'all know. DeMar yeah. Hamlin's not that good. He wasn't that he's a, good. He's a good feeling. He was a real good yeah. feeling. Um, yeah. You know, he plays good football when he's a feeling. As far as Going in here, playing in a position of a starting position, no. Yeah, um, he's like, an amazing I mean, pull was, in. Yeah. Um, you it know, a certain quarter, he's good at third down. 
you yeah. know, yeah, he's good at third. Like he'll he'll make a decent nickel back. You know what I'm saying? He'll make a decent nickel back, dime back. You know what I mean? Whatever. He'll make a decent. But as far as the man, I know he's not the man, and he know it. The Bills would have dropped him, I believe, if what went down didn't go down. I believe yeah. he wouldn't still be on the team this long because that's yeah. where his talent level is. But you plus, see, his mean? heart is different. His heart is different too. That's another reason too, because he he gave uh, money to charity to uh, to Bagula's fan, uh, charity, Kim Bagula's charity. Um, he gave a charity to their daughter who played tennis, uh, to her charity. So he's a, he's a really giving dude. He don't you know yeah. money don't mean a thing for him. Um, you know he's a really giving spirit. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, they say so, he's a real solid, solid guy. Yeah, you got to keep him around for a little bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, I think he's going to keep him around for probably one more year and then, you know, let him go about his way. But, uh, you know, it's all about it's all about how he how he uh, presented himself. He's always been like that. Not just because of his, his, his health situation on the field that happened 10 months ago. He's always been like that. That's been his personality since day one. He never changed since day one. That's the thing that the... Uh, that the, the NFL liked about him. He he didn't he didn't switch up. He always been the same. No matter if he was starting or not starting, or he got cut or whatever, he still is that same person. So you know that's organic. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And w- which is good. I'm glad that uh, he's that type of person. That type of person I am. You know what I mean? I would believe that. You know what I'm saying? I would be humble and stuff like that. Like I feel like I'm yeah. humble now. I feel like I appreciate a lot oh, of the smaller yeah. things now. And I'm glad that he was that type of person before uh the whole incident yeah yeah that's right vet i said it i said it. a lot of people are scared to say it i said it y'all wonder why he a healthy scratch all these yeah. games is because yeah. we love him we want to keep him around but he ain't good at football yeah, he ain't yeah good at football. Good. yes yeah. the bills would have dropped if that didn't happen yes the bills would have dropped hamlin in a heartbeat in a heartbeat yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 this year he would have been dropped yeah, he would have been a yeah. roster spot, and yeah. as you see from the offensive line, and uh, we need roster spots. Yeah. You know what I mean? How, how you feel about the new people spot. we signed? How you, how you like that? I like I like the uh, nose tackle. That nose yeah. tackle is a bad boy. Yeah, I, I, I kept my eye on him last night, and he's definitely doing what he's supposed to be doing. He gonna make that offensive line like once he get acclimated and get all the plays yeah. down. You bring Milano right behind him, y'all gonna yeah. have a real dangerous defense. A yeah, real dangerous yeah. defense. Yeah. I am not going front. So, so you think we we looking forward to next year, or we still have a chance this year? You know what? The only reason why I say you still might have a chance this year is because the AFC is just so wishy washy. It is like you know what I mean. It's what I got to come out with. And I've always said with any Buffalo Bills team, if they can get home field advantage in some type of way in the playoffs, it's yeah. really cold here. And a lot of teams can't come here and play. I believe that's how a lot of we got to four straight Super Bowls in the 90s is because Miami will come here in December. Yeah, yeah. And you can't play here if you live in Miami. You can't. Yeah. You can't yeah, rock like bones, that snow. The bones ain't working right when that, that snow hit. Oh, that hawk no. hit, <laughs> you. That hit your neck. It's a wrap. Yeah, you're going to drop the ball. You're going to fumble. You're going to forget the playbook because there's a patch of ice right there. It's a 30-yard yeah. line. That's where yep. you get the ball at. <laughs> yep, yep. You, you already know. Like I said, I didn't play the sport. Seneca Vocational represent. I didn't play the sport. And yeah. the ball is different in the snow. The the, the, the running can different. The, the ball is harder. It travels different in the snow. It, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you run different in the snow. You got to, you know what I'm saying? Then you got to stay warm on the sidelines. Yeah. And then that affects yeah. some people. We used to that. And a lot of teams are used to that. So I believe if the Bills can get a, a good high stand in top three, 
and make it to that playoffs, I think it's going to yeah. be real hard to come into Buffalo and yeah. beat the Buffalo yeah. Bills. That's, 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 that's if we have up. a home field advantage. That's if we, if we get a home game. Because we, we right now, we, we lose to the teams that going to take that slot. Like, we lost to Cincinnati. Hit the playoffs, we play them. We're going to play at home, but they beat us. Yeah. Um, you know, it don't, you know, Miami, you know, we got to, we got to beat Miami. So split, then they're going to go by yardage. If we go by yeah. yardage, Miami going to win that home field advantage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of that big old thing that, that too, that big old one against Denver. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, you know, you know, we, we, we got to go. The whole playoff is going to be a, we're going to pretty much be away. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Hope it don't yeah, be man. away. Like if it's away, yeah. like, uh, oh, it's no. going to be away. You know, and um, hopefully we hopefully we can you know we can beat the Chiefs, but I don't see that happening. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't see that happening either. And and the one reason why I can't see it happening, and one thing I would notice from the last game last night and the game before, Buffalo has a real hard time with trying to switch their game plan. Like I will give you a prime example. Like everybody know that Joe Burrow kills his own defense. You can't put it. You can't put. It. But yet after halftime, yes, he was still playing his own defense. Buffalo right. was still playing like like you don't know what he gonna do. He did it to you all first half. You know what he gonna do. <laughs> Switch yeah, it up a little feel, bit. How you feel about Sean McDermott and his defensive skills being defensive corner? You think that's putting a strand on him as head coach and he can't do both? Or you think he just need to he need to just uh 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 drop him down from head coach and put him at defensive coordinator and hire a new head coach next year? Well, and the thing about it is, like I said, because I like McDermott's motivational skills and motivational skills are real important to have when you're talking about a head coach. I think that's one of the definite talents and skills they should have to bring to the table is motivation because you're dealing with 55 to 75 grown adults that been the man somewhere if they ain't been the man on the college level, they've been the man on the high school level or the NFL level. So you're dealing with people who are very good and very talented. So motivation is a large, large key of head coaching, which is one thing I like about McDermott, but it might be too much. You might be right. It might be too much for man, but he might even have to get some more help offensively or some yeah. more help defensively as far as coaching yeah. wise. I know they were talking about that on ESPN. I was watching the, uh, the you know, the uh, special show after the game. They were saying that they think that the general manager is not going to fire um, McDermott, they're going to put him at defensive coordinator and hire a head coach. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that, like I, said, I can see that. I don't know who's really on the block. Yeah. That would be a perfect fit. I mean, head coaches really don't start coming available to like about week 13, week 14, when you know seasons is over and you know that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like once yeah. the season is over, this person is leaving. So it's a little early to be looking at quality head coaches. You know, yeah. I'm sure you can find some head coaches, but quality ones, it's going to be hard to find some quality ones right now. But, yeah. I mean, Buffalo yeah. is one of those cities where as soon as you get hired here, you under the gun. Yeah. We, we, yeah. They love their yeah. Buffalo Bills here. We watching every move you do. That's After it. that point, we're going to judge and criticize every mm-hmm. single move you do Mafia once you sign that contract. Man, the Mafia in the chat last night, man, watching the game on, on Facebook, they was going in. Like, my phone was going crazy. Ding! They wanted all the smoke. They was upset. Uh, we, we definitely uh, a critic when it comes to our, uh, our our Buffalo Bills, man. And, uh, you know, and I, you know, if that do happen, I think that'd be a good move to you just hire him as a defensive coordinator and get a new coach. I don't know what coach to bring in there, but he's an awesome, awesome defensive coordinator if he focuses on that. That's how the Panthers 
went to the Super Bowl when he was the defensive coordinator for the Panthers when they had Cam Newton uh, because of his uh, defensive coordinating skills. And because, you know, uh, they had a crazy defense. Uh, but, you know, they got whooped in the playoffs. But, you know, but I mean, in Super Bowl, but they definitely they had a defense. And, and Sean McDermott did an amazing job. That's how he got that Buffalo job after that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. As he the head up, coach like Buffalo. We, so. we going through the history of doing that. Uh, Rex Ryan was a defensive coach pickup from uh, Baltimore or the Jets when we got him. Wade yeah. Phillips was a defensive coach where he was, and we picked him up and made him a head coach. So, I yeah. mean, we're famous for doing that, taking guys who lead really strong defenses because we know defense wins championships at the end of the day. If you can't score, you can't win. Yes, right. So um, they always get a defensive coach. I, I think they should go with a young boy. I think they should get, like, some Sean McVay type of, like, you know what I'm saying, some young yeah. boy coming fresh out of college. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Just start, you know what I'm saying? Oh. And start fresh. If it prime is, is available, I'll take prime. A lot of college yeah. coaches who want, who want to come to the NFL. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, you know, I Googled the list like like a week ago. It's a lot of good ones. You know, that Notre Dame coach want to come um, yep. to the NFL. Um, uh, who was the uh, 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 Auburn coach want to yeah, come? Yeah, I heard about NFL. that one too, yeah. Uh, Southern Cal coach would like to come yeah. to the Auburn. NFL. So we got some good, amazing head coaches that want to come to mm-hmm. the NFL that can really do some things. Uh, I believe um, the uh, Georgia Bulldogs coach, yeah. Turned down the job last year. He wanted to do one more year in Georgia because I know that he won. He was going to get hired for uh, what, what team? I think the Saints was going to hire him, and he turned it down. Um, okay. He's he going to do one more year in Georgia, and I know Gold. I know um, Ohio State coach definitely want to come. He's going to be the first one to get a slot. Um, yeah, you know, and he he just didn't know what he wanted to do, <laughs> but uh, you know, you know, it's a go to state. I mean, uh, Ohio State doing good right now. And he might stay, you know, especially if they do good in the playoffs in college and go to go to the bowl, and uh, he yeah. might stay one more year and try to do it again. But yeah, if, if they lose in the playoffs, I think he's definitely coming to the oh, NFL yeah. Oh, yeah. for uh, a team. And uh, so we got some good college coaches out there that could definitely come. That's NFL ready. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. I think they can really change the game. A lot of young folks is coming in the draft. They, you know, it's a baby, it's a baby lead right now. Same, you know what I'm saying? Same with the NBA. It's a baby league right now. You know what I mean? You know, this this yeah. this is daycare. They go they call it daycare sports right now because they got a yeah. baby. Yeah. You know, it's, you it's the turn of the tide right now. It's like yeah, yeah. everybody we grew up watching and everybody, all those dudes is old now. All yeah, them yeah. dudes is old and now it's time for the new boys to come in. Because LeBron James playing like he's 22 though. Yeah, I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. I don't know how he pulling it off. And what, and what people don't realize about the whole LeBron James thing is mm-hmm. that not only do you got that many years in the league, but is that many years in the league, including the playoffs, you're right. adding an extra 16, 20 games onto he EF. Yeah. He's so, persistent and consistent. Like, nobody that age did that. And then somebody, you know, you know, he's still doing that Jordan, Kobe battle. And yeah. somebody put that in there saying that Jordan wasn't doing that in, 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 in his age. Yeah, but see, you got to understand. Jordan... Didn't take no days off. <laughs> yeah, it's career. Yeah, LeBron takes off at least about thirty days in the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Michael Jordan didn't take no days off. He played every game, every game, and yep. came and performed every yep. game. No days off, so you can't say that. 
Yep, yep. <laughs> I always, I always hate the comparison because it's just a really unfair comparison. The rules was different. The league was different. Everything yeah. was just different. Thirty million three pointers wasn't taking a game. Yeah. The, you know, what I'm saying you can hand check back then. Now you can't touch nobody. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's different. I think that if you take the, if you take the two, switch them. You put LeBron in Jordan's era, in Jordan LeBron era, we're not even having this conversation. Yeah, we, we we may not even know who LeBron is. You take thirty yeah, days yeah. off a year in the eighties, and you don't yeah. make the All Star team. You don't yeah. make the playoffs. You don't make any of that. It, it was just that hard, and it was that even a competition where you couldn't slack for a minute, let alone take off a whole game. You couldn't take. Off I, I like game. I like what the what uh, I like what Doctor J has said on um uh, uh basketball was a basketball hoop podcast. What podcast? Sports podcast. He was special guest on. He said that so one thing he understands about the leads now to back in the day. He said, let's take it back. No, I mean I'm not gonna take it back to my era. I'm gonna take it back to the 90s. He said, you could this is Dr. J said now. This is quote by Dr. J. Y'all can y'all can Google this. He said, you could take the weakest team in between the 90s from 1990 to probably about 98. The weakest team had the weakest record, can play the team that is number one now. And he said the '90s team will win at least by ten. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree it's because it was different back then. You, if you was a star, we put yeah. our best defenders on you. We doubled yeah. you. We didn't let you do all this crap. You're not gonna score 155 points. You're no, not. You I won't no. let that happen. No, <laughs> no. I'd rather foul every, out. Every team, every team <laughs> in the '90s, he said, all had defense. He said, "From 1990 to 98, all teams in the M- in the NBA all played 100 percent nonstop. Time that clock start to the end. Defense. You didn't get no freebies. It wasn't. Yep. They, they know it. They, you cannot find a player that had a freebie. Well, it looked like a freebie because he shook him, or it was a pick and roll, and it looked easy. But no, you know, you had to earn those points. You had to earn." To get fouled, like yep. you had to really earn everything, and that's why he said that he was like, you know, it is what it is. See, that's why Detroit Pistons played the way they played. The bad boys, you know what I'm saying? Because of that, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. It's they like we can't beat you, we're going to injure you. Yep, <laughs> we, we had enforcers back then. Like you had people on teams who wasn't job to score, it wasn't job to pick or block or not. It was literally the bully. Whoever it was on the other team, that was Rick yes. Mahorn and Bill Lambeer for the business. Yes. But they literally was like, "Okay, Jordan coming to town. I want to see him in the paint. Go out yes. there and play. I want to. I don't want to see him dunk. I don't want to see him yes. do none of that crap you see him doing the commercial. All right, yes. I see y'all later." Bill Lambeer, he was Bill Lambeer, he was brutal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen. If he played that type of ball. In the 2000s, with uh world medal peace, mm. it would have been a warfare. It would have been, oh, yeah, it'd have been a war. It would have been, been a all war. war. Hey, you a see, couple, see, couple, that, see that, see that, that Indiana Pacers uh joint that, that happened with the, oh, with the with stand. Oh. That, 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 oh, that's the nothing. Palace in the palace, yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. Yeah, that's, that's nothing. With Bill Lambeer and world medal peace from the 2000s, oh, yeah, against each other, oh. yeah, nah. Nah, no, it's a, it's a wrap. It's more than just elbows getting thrown at that game. Oh, yeah. You know oh, yeah. Woman up here going to push somebody out their chair. Yeah. Jay Z going to be in the front. He's going to pitch Jay Z out the chair. 
and throw that little beer. Yeah, see that. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's something he would do. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Even like I said, that's even, I'm glad you brought that up. Even the fans is different. Like you could, like these fans be talking to Russell Westbrook and doing all these like disrespectful stuff to all these players. You couldn't do that back in the '80s. Oh, Charles no. Oakley will come up in that stand. Bill yeah. and Beer coming up there. Like, yeah. You know Rodman coming up there. Like you couldn't do all that. Oh no. Couldn't do all that. I didn't no, throw no. Ice and all yeah. types of stuff they throwing at him. No, nah, you couldn't do that. If, 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 if there was a security there, they up in them stands. I think the brutalist fans in the lead in the eighties and nineties is the Boston Celtics fans. I'll you know that. The Boston, yeah, the Boston Celtics fans was listen. That's the worst fans in the world. Yeah, you know what I mean. You go play them. You play in Boston. You can. You better get ready for everything. They they in the parking lot brawls. I know. I know. Yeah. Some, I heard some stories about players leaving the locker room, going to their cars. Before they rebuilt it, because now they got their cars in the gate, you know, with yeah. security in there. People just get their cars scratched, tires slashed. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I, I heard, uh, 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 Kevin McHale was on the podcast. He would say, there have been plenty of times that he went out there and his tires were slashed. He said, you don't know how many tires I've, I've bought in my career in Boston. From other teams coming and knowing how old my car was and slashed my tires. That's you know what I mean? Over a game. But all the <laughs> other stars in the team, like Larry Bird, he didn't park in that parking lot. He had to be parked where the CEO was in the Because he was the star that he was the, you yeah. know what I mean? Michael Jordan, he didn't have, you know, he parked where the CEO was parked. Like he, you know what I mean? They, you know, you had yeah, yeah, you a dollar vet. You ain't just parking yeah. that joint out anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, you know, you had privileges back then. Yeah, like you know, you yeah. earned that to being the superstar of the team. Yeah. You know, now all the teams park in the parking lot with the fence in. I think some stadiums got the parking on the underground. Yeah, where they come yeah. in, they come on the ground, and they go in. They got the elevator to come take you straight to the uh elevator to the little hallway to take you to the dressing room. You yeah. know, what I mean, I know the um the new stadium. I think the new Atlanta Hawks stadium and a couple other stadiums got that now, where you can go right in underground. Boom, boom. Uh, uh go to State Warriors. They were the first ones to have it underground. Come in, Westbrook, when it was played, he's going to come right through the, you know, and walk mm-hmm. through. Yep. The little tunnel. Yeah. Take you right to the jump off. And you don't have to see nobody. You don't even, you barely can see security. Yep. <laughs> you yep. Yeah. The elevator right there, and I think across the hall was the locker room. You yep. know what I so mean? Hey, you got to yeah, keep the same. Yeah, you blink, you're going to miss them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, but yeah, you know, they changed the game. So it was different. It was different back in the day. Uh, with with that man, uh, how you how you feel about the World Series, man? Let's talk about that. Oh yeah, the World Series was a, was a, was a solid series. You know, I mean, I I know it's a a lot of upset people in a lot of cities right now because the games, the the championship series before the actual World Series were the tight ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those were the ones. So it, it's it, it's such a long road in baseball. So to yeah. get all the way to the championship series after 162 games in a regular season, after yeah. Two or three playoff series to come up that short has got to be heartbreaking and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. um what what I am digging about baseball is that they're trying to speed it up, which is a pretty yeah. cool thing. They are definitely trying to speed it up. And I yeah. think it showed with this World Series. That's the most important thing I can get from this World Series, is that I think it was more viewers because of the speed increase. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. The speed increase is definitely attracted some more viewers. I don't know what yeah. else they need to attract. As many viewers as 
basketball or football or something like that, but they are definitely trying to do what they can do to make it a more entertaining sport. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what I'm saying. I'm mean, going to one more, one more segment on the sports there. We're going to go right into the music video. So we're going to have uh, Terrence Love, the new king of R&B Love, will be on today in a minute, and we're going to go to a break. But we're going to say one more thing that I want to talk to you about is do you think that was Shaq and AI is doing with Reebok with the WNBA and the college female players giving them these contracts? Do you think they're gonna they're gonna uplift the brand of WNBA to where they're gonna have a lot more viewers because of Reese with the contract and they signed two more uh, uh WNBA players also? Uh, with yeah. How you feel that's gonna be doing the next three to four years? I like it. I, I, I love it. Actually, I really love it. I believe these girls put in the same work as the, the guys do, and they deserve to be compensated. And on top of WNBA contracts, just on the average being so low, sponsorship yeah. and advertising is just way more important and detrimental to these females than it is a LeBron James or a Damian Lillard who getting a hundred grand. And then on top of that, they get a sneaker contract. Now saying they don't deserve it, but these girls need it more because their contracts are so much lower. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. one. Two, I hope it will uplift the brand, but I don't know if it will. I, I've been saying it for years and years on podcasts. Until you get the LeBron James of female basketball, until you get somebody that you just can't take your eyes off of, period. Yeah. The, the day when there's an NBA game on and a WNBA game and the WNBA game has more viewers than the NBA game, yeah, whoever's playing in that She's gonna be the one to take WNBA to the next level. Yeah, I don't know who she yeah. is. I thought it was gonna be Candace Parker. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought Candace Parker was gonna be the one to change everything. She was supposed to be the witness, and it didn't turn out that way. No disrespect to Candace Parker, excellent player, probably top five in WNBA history in my in my book. But yeah. it's got to be somebody that can that can yeah. dunk. That you need a Wimbignana. That's a woman. Like you, did, you know what I'm saying? Like you think Reese could be the, the 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 next LeBron James of the NBA? Because I think she uh um I think they playing did they play yesterday in uh in uh in, in Vegas? I think so. Uh, LSU. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, Sanders. Because I know that I seen her get off the airplane. She got a private plane now. You know, you know, oh, Shaq yeah. that she had a private yeah. plane and all that with Reebok. You know that with the Reebok logo on it, but do you think she could be the LeBron James of the WNBA if she when she get drafted? Because she get drafted this year, she's gonna be the first yeah. round draft. She has the physical gifts. She definitely has the physical gifts, and she definitely has the aura behind her. Like you know, every since every since that 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 college tournament, now we got our eyes on you. Now we're watching you. Now we know who you are. You know what I yeah. mean? So she's got the eyes. She got the now. It's just performing on the court. If she could start busting out triple doubles. And stuff like that. We might be looking at the next LeBron James. She's my next yeah. guest. I'm hoping. I'm hoping after Candace Parker, my next guest is. I'm hoping she come in and, like I said, change the whole game. I need a female who's who's dunking three or four times a game, getting triple doubles. I need you to be a, a one a one woman Sports Center highlight. You need to be yeah. that big because the other sports are so much bigger. You got to have something really entertaining to take our yeah. eyes away from okay. the other. I stuff. agree. I agree with that, man. Uh, we definitely gonna uh, change up. We gonna have my brother in the building. Uh, uh, you know, Taryn Love the Bennett. Before we get into that, we are gonna get right to his music video. Please click on uh, share, like, comment, and all that. Put that highlight 
at highlight in the comments so we get more folks to see what's going on uh this brother right here is very talented man he's going to be on the show right now but right now we're gonna play the music video you know what i'm saying uh uh after these uh messages with this commercial we gotta do a commercial then we go right into the video you know what i mean okay. and shout out to au vodka we try to get them to sponsor for the for the tour and all that too and uh so we try to make things happen we're gonna get right into the commercial break and into the video no doubt this is the morning show your boy the joker the overlook mc you know what i'm saying with my co-host four star lamar the comedian no doubt you know said so we'll be right back pink frutella slush country time just gonna add a bit of this pink lemonade Now it's time to add a little bit of Calypso Watermelon Lemonade. This part's super important. Got the flat lid, got the curved lid, pink lemonade mini. Through the hole of the curved lid, put it down for some security. On to the flat lid, like so. Then bing, bang, bosh, boosh. So I add the straw. And of course, sprinkle some more frutellas in there. I like to spice things up. So I've also got some randoms, kind of sprinkle them in like that. The frutella, pink slosh. And tune in to the next episode, The Sloth Tales, to find out what I'll be making next. See you soon. Can't never think of you at night when I'm asleep, girl All day I think for you cause you're my favorite tree You're my everyday Valentine Diamonds as my jewels My chairs love fitted August and yours My baby keep it living like a meal And girl I make you feel Like you're a star for real So I send a text message What I wanna do If you say yes then girl I'll be coming through No I need a love to come and swim In your loving girl that's for real I think I'm going crazy Oh yes, we're about to start Making love over here Love over there Love in the kitchen Love in the chat Tigers, girl, it's gonna be Cause once I hear this side Girl, I'm gonna try Can't never think of you at night When I'm asleep, girl 
from your head all the way down to your feet, girl. Anything you want, I do, cause girl, you look so sweet. My everyday Y'all can hear me. Oh, my bad, my bad. I was singing alone around here. <laughs> How y'all doing? Right there, King. Yo, that was right, man. But the King is right here, man. The King mm-hmm. of RB oh, Love. You can get me in trouble right now. I'm right now. The King of RB <laughs> Love. Right now, we have Terrence Love in the building. What's up, King? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> we all kings then. We all kings and queens. Look, don't have them come to my head. Grim <laughs> <laughs> rising to you. I am so excited to finally have you on here. I saw you when you were on the Evening Rush Network. Okay. And it immediately, as I'm watching the interview, I said, "Oh yeah, Don Don knows the type of interviews I love. Mm-hmm. Just the the conversation that you had. The music is phenomenal. I mean, like you are really. I mean, bring the R and B back. Bring the love back, Terrence. Yeah, love back on the radio. <laughs> I'm so here for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let people know a little bit about Terrence Love that they don't know about." Uh, that's not on the biopic. Give him a little something. Give him a little exclusive about who are you, where you're from, what inspires you to do what you do best, big dog. All right. First of all, um, I'm a God fearing man. I'm a I'm a family man. I come from a real family oriented uh, back uh, background. My family was uh, deep off into music, but they was really off into gospel. But when I started singing R and B. It was like uh, I broke one of the commandments <laughs> with my family. Um, but something that they probably wouldn't know about me is that, um, well, no, that's probably, that's obvious, uh, that I'm very loving. Uh, I care about everybody. Um, yeah. I love the bowl. Mm. Mm. That's probably something they wouldn't know. Yeah. I, lo- I love the bowl. Something simple as that. Uh, that's probably yeah. one of my favorite hobbies. Um, I, I gotta put I'm you in them lanes, and I like the bowl too. You know what I'm saying? What's your what average? You 
Yeah. Now my average, like I, I ain't gonna cheat you because I went when I was in uh, University of Memphis. Uh, that was one of my classes. But the only reason because I don't want to do all the other stuff. But I used to bowl with my with my pop because he used to do lead bowling. My high is uh, two seventy five. Okay, man, you up there? Yeah, I ain't up there though. You got me there. I'm eight strikes in a row. Like I, I got to step my game. I'm I'm on, I'm I'm only I'm only like maybe a two twenty five two thirty. I that, that's good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that's decent. I mean, you picking up your spares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely do that. I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm that's my strong point is a spare. Okay. I can go left or right. Yeah. Ooh, you bowling right? You Michael Jordan up bowling then? No, I ain't gonna put all in on my. Uh, I'm you, you you know they say you have that. When you have that anointing on you, you can do pretty much anything. When you let God go first. Oh, you gotta leave the way. Tell God he to help me. I done tried to bowl and I'm horrible at it. I got big hands. Yeah, I got all that and the, the bowling. I need, I need the what's the bumpers? I need the bumpers on oh, the nah. side. You nah, put the bumpers you. on the side. I'm yeah, I'm LeBron yeah, James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm LeBron James. That thing get the bouncing back and forth. When it get down there, I'm taking some pins out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't bowl. I, I get a high um, double digits for you. I can get a high yeah, 90. But you know what? You know how you know how you can dummy yourself down to the uh competition. When I go out with my own family, I might have like a hundred, a hundred and ten because uh, yeah, you, 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 muted, you muted on us. My bad, my bad. You I said when I'm out when I'm out with my family. You know what I'm saying? We that might be a little 110, 125 because we drinking. We ain't really paying attention. I didn't come on bowl with the house ball. Yeah. So, right. You know what I'm saying? So it might be we might be able to bowl together then. I use a house ball, but if I bring yeah. my own ball, it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a wrap. If we ever play, don't take it easy on me. I would tell you, don't take it easy on me. Yeah, you I'm both bring, 400. I'm gonna, That's how I learn. I'm gonna bring my own ball. And okay. That's how yeah, I learn. You can be like, no, nah, man. <laughs> I thought you said you you carry the love. I do. I love you. I'm <laughs> I don't feel a lot of love on on this in this bowling game. I don't feel no love. Terrence, I love love. <laughs> so, so Terrence, thank you for joining us today on the morning show. We have definitely been vibing out to your music. So, talk to us about what got you into this spirit of love and R and B because it's a sound that. We have not heard a lot of a lot of times what we hear now on the radio and you know coming through the airwaves is not about love. It's more about take your clothes off, what color is yeah. your booty hole, what the, yeah, you know, they, what, what is they, this? They're bringing down to. our race. That's what they're doing. They're dumbing down our women, mm. making like all our women. That's how they uh they want to be approached uh, sexually. Mm. All our black women think. Uh, comfortable talking about they booty hole and they what color they they primary area is exactly but they, they agenda out you understand so it's like now you got all these people feeling like and they just be rapping and they just be dancing we be in the gym and i'd be laughing because they be dancing until they start hearing the hearing what the verse say and they be like what and i'd be just, I'd be <laughs> like i told y'all but for me i think uh once once again it it, it starts with my family if i was going to Let's say I got it. Uh, if I was gonna do something, um, 
it was gonna still I, was, I had to make sure that i was exemplifying who i was as a person and the gift that god gave me so uh i used to play the drums in church but i also used to sing in the r&b group so i got attacked because i used to sing in church so i would come from the old baptist to where they were like you can't do both you can't do both so i had a conversation with my pastor and he was like there's nothing wrong with r&b it's, it's what people do to r&b that will make it bad yeah. he said and plus i don't want to make love to my wife to know doggone kirk franklin <laughs> right so, right you yeah. never and think about that marriage you got to be intimate what song are you going to listen to you got to have love music so i made that vow to god that moment when i decided to even sing in a group because even in the group we didn't we didn't we wasn't uh putting women down we was only singing about love of course sex or whatever but I made sure that I would never call a woman a hoe. I made sure that I excuse my language and I made sure I'd never call her a bee. You know what I'm saying? In my music. Right. That has been what has held me back from getting the deals that I want because my music don't speak that. It has always been some type of substance because I want to talk about, I want to have a conversation because music used to be a conversation. You know what I'm saying? So with the music that I came up on was the Temptations and the uh, Boys to Men, the Dave Hollisters. You understand? Yeah. So you, these people mm -hmm. are having full-blown conversations in a song, expressing their feelings. Mm -hmm. That's where from. Then we transition over to this other era to where they telling me to dummy my music down. Hmm. Did you hear me? They said dummy. Dummy yeah. my music down. Yep. Dummy yourself down. Right. Yeah. The good thing is you can sing, but dummy yourself, yourself down because we don't want that agenda that you're pushing. Mm. And it's always about love. If you have look you, at the have you experienced that though? Have you experienced that the industry? You know, you ever been in a situation that somebody wanted to sign you and they actually yeah, I'm talking from experience. That's what the agenda was. Label. Yeah, I was sitting in a label meeting and they told me this who told me to dummy my music down. I was sitting. In, I'm not gonna tell you the representative, but I was with Epic Records and they told me to dummy my music down. Ooh, wow! And this ain't the music that they heard. This was the, my older music. So if you hear some of the other stuff they were like wow you can really sing that's a good thing yeah but you gotta understand i come up on a time where you had to audition you had to be good enough to be on their mic because mm, right. if you look at it what was them guys doing back in the day they was going stand on uh on the step of motown and they were trying to audition hear me hear me because i got a voice <laughs> it, it wasn't about what you were saying they would put a song to you right yeah it was about are you good enough to be on there so it's like the times just kind of kept on changing but what was instilled in me still kind of kind of wrung out so it wasn't like i didn't want to go and just sell myself out and just i'd be on they probably still own my music you understand so i they won't stop i got a slogan i said it won't stop after i left out of the meeting with epic records i was like uh this was before before dolomite came out and you right. know i'm gonna tell you how god give you, you know some confirmations if you just if you just pay attention to your surroundings he gave me a confirmation through dolomite because after i left out of the meeting of uh with epic i was like forget it i do it myself i do it independently because i know that my task is kind of it's kind of going to be hard That's right. but when god gave me this vision he didn't tell me it was going to be easy understand That's so true. every single thing that i have done within my music career he has funded it has come out of my he hasn't it has come out of my uh my household because i quit my job five years ago to do mm -hmm. this pandemic took place and so much other things, so many other things took place, but it was like a couple of steps that I had to take for God to build me up for this moment. 
So I made sure that I took that vow, and I was like, well, God, if I'm going to follow you, and if you're going to give me r and I'm going to make sure I'm, I have an agenda, and it's going to be of love. I'm going to make sure I'm expressing love at all times, because God is love. Yes, That's is. my personal pulpit. People, they start laughing when I say R&B and worship. Because really, when you come to one of my shows, depending on the moment and the, the, the moment of time in the show, I might get to where you might see me just zone out. Yeah. Understand? I might I might zone out and I'm I'm singing about love exactly, but it's still it's like my my that's my platform. When you see and praise and worship at church, you understand? Yeah. When mm-hmm. you spirit, what you zone out, right? You get so that I, connection. That connection. So they say with the Jesus in you will see will feel. I see the Jesus in you. So I want to make sure at all times I exemplify that hey, I see God in him no matter what he's singing, no matter mm-hmm. what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I love the way you break it down. I knew that I was going to enjoy the conversation based off the conversation that you had with Don over at the Evening Rush because you are, I don't want to say enlightened because that might be a little bit deep, but I feel like you overstand your assignment um, based off of our conversation now. And you also talk to me about this process that you're in because we're all in that process, right? Of becoming what we are meant to be. And there's so many steps in that process. How how do you not get hung up on those steps in the details of the steps? I do. Thank you for being honest. It's like, and that's, I'm dealing with it now. And it's, it's, it's like when God, when God tell you to do things, it's like, I got prophesied to three times. Mm. And my hair set up over my body every time I think about the prophecy. But then one of those prophecies was to tell me that separation was needed. I had people around me that didn't have my best interest at heart. That was my best friend. That was a dude that was like my brother. Understand? That was my manager. Understand? Mm-hmm. That's my business. That's my personal. And that's like my, my both personal. But I had to be so close to God and in tune mm. to the point where I understood why he was telling me to get rid of him. Because that's one of the steps that people miss. And they understand, well, I done did everything else, God. No, you didn't, because the person that don't mean you no good is still beside you. Not saying that I'm not still Ooh, getting that's work. You understand? Not saying that I'm, because it's like some things it take him to deal with. Mm. Some, some things it take him you to better deal come with. come on now, Terrence. Oh, I seen yeah. him coming through. Oh, oh, it's come on now. Yo, yo, put the cash up off with some offerings. No, man, it's like like it's a process that we all have to take. Mm. And if we take that process, it's like you ever seen um, my my publicist, uh, business partner, Stephanie, she sent me something the other day and it was saying it was showing when Michael Jackson was doing like the uh, they was, you know, he was walking and the steps was lighting up in front of him. Yeah, the steps was already programmed to do that. Michael Jackson, what he did was he learned those steps and just followed the steps. Basically, it's telling you, God already got the path lit. All you got to do is just follow him, follow step. But sometimes we get so distracted by all that chaos. So much chaos, so much negativity. Negativity is always going to bring you down and throw you off. It gets you so cloudy in your mind so you don't even know your vision. You start Mm -hmm. taking on everybody else's vision. You start doing things. Oh, that look cool. I'm going to do that too. My God's still standing right there. My publicist, business partner, once again, told me in an analogy one day. She said, Terrence, you are literally in the middle of the ocean. Mm. You're just swimming. You're trying to figure it out 
and God already got it figured out. He got a mm. raft to the left, mm -hmm. to the right. And yeah. 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 Take my hand and trust me. But you're trying to figure it out yourself. You understand? You're trying to figure it out <laughs> yourself. So a lot of times we have literally got to disconnect from the distractions. One of my prophecies told me, do not be distracted. And I promise you, y'all, I got you want to know, God, <laughs> so much stuff done happened within my life to where my, uh, she tell me you ought to be crazy. Um, you one of the strongest men that I know. But for me, I break daily because I feel like I fall short. I fall short. Now, God know what I, I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I can't get to it because of all the negativity around me. And sometimes the negativity is with you, who you live with. That's right. The person that you mm. the, the closest to. That's right. That's right. You understand? Sometimes I got to deal with some of them situations because mm -hmm. you personally will crash and mentally you just get tired. Yeah, definitely. definitely. We're around you negative energy all, all the time. We're around yeah, negative energy all the time. Yeah, this, you know what I'm saying? And my thing I'm going to ask you is, you know, we deal with it, you know, you know, especially on this podcast, we deal with that all the time. But I want to know how you deal with it. Uh, uh, you know, we, of course we go to God, but sometimes we go through a certain type of faith that God put us through that we mm -hmm. got to deal with and deal with it in a different way. How do you deal with those things that God puts you in that he might say, okay, yeah, I got you here and I know and I know the pathway, but you got to do this at the third. Whatever that this, that, and the third is, how do you deal with that this, that, and the third to manifest that to let God work afterwards? So I, I let me, let me, I didn't, I didn't do y'all, I didn't do y'all just. So my first prophecy gave me my instructions. But I'm gonna tell you how foolish I stood up there because, and it was meant for me to be there in that place. But my publicist, once again, just like she liked my spiritual, because she didn't want that, I, I take, I listen to because she's all she's so connected to God. She can say, "Hey, I'm the type of person to go get a check out of the mailbox. I look for my blessings in the mailbox, and she get checks in the mailbox. You understand? So I'm like, this woman connected to God. I need to listen to her. You understand? So when she tells me stuff, you know what I'm saying? I kind of learn from her. But for me, my she tried to she it was so much going on in my life. I had just lost my father. Understand mm -hmm. to COVID. Mm, and it was just I was dazed she seen it not only did I lose my father I just started losing other family members I had to sing at these at these funerals and she's mm. like how are you sane enough to do this she told me to come to church come to prayer when I walked in prayer I, I made every excuse it was the devil I made every excuse I was like oh it's too far I ain't got no gas but something to me said you need to get there I walked in mm. late when I got there, it was a it was a lady by the name of Sister Aloha. That's where my initial instructions came from. She took mm -hmm. me up to this lady. And as I was standing up there, she was talking to somebody else, but she was holding my hand. And I'm going to tell you how foolish, the, uh, the, the how the devil uh, try to keep you distracted so you won't hear from God. I was standing up there, and the lady, when she started to talk to me, excuse me, when she started to talk to me, she started to tell me all these things. And in my foolish mind, I'm like, yeah, you're supposed to tell me God gonna bless me. These bless these things, this that are gonna, gonna happen. Business is gonna be blessed. You're supposed to tell me that. So God said, okay, okay, look, you little, you little knucklehead boy. She started speaking into my home. So only me and God knew. Mm -hmm. Understand? Me, me, God, and my wife. Understand? Mm -hmm. When she spoke from that aspect, it was like, I'm listening. I'm in locked in. 
and she that's when she gave me my instructions. If I hadn't followed those instructions, I cannot go to the next level. That's right. The reason that I knew that I was following those instructions because another prophecy was coming along the way. I trusted God versus myself. I didn't lean to my own understanding. Understand? Mm-hmm. Because I've I've done it my way for so long and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. God, that part. Terrence, rewind that part because a yeah. lot of people yeah. get hung up. You start falling all over your feet. You got two left feet. Yeah, with that part right there. Yeah, yeah. and see, they don't they don't understand it. But when you fully submit to God, I promise you, all of those songs, those hymns, those moments, they make sense. A lot of sense. Because you haven't you, always been like this, though. Let, let, let's let's talk about what got you to that understanding because it does not happen overnight and i am still in the process we are all still in that process but we had to take that first step what what made I work- you take that first step i was working and i went i used to work for the city it was a feeling that came over me when i pulled over when i pulled on the lot and it was like god what am i doing mm. i know what i possess and i'm gonna tell you I'm, I'm not a jealous I'm, I'm I, I applaud everybody I'm not a jealous person but when I see some of the stuff that is being advertised and put out there I'm like well God I know you gave me this gift why not me all alone I was trusting Terrence I was going Terrence way so this feeling came over me I left that job I went to the next job good paying job I just walked through the door making money understand I know overtime I told him give me my 40 hours I got something else to do you understand? So I'm sitting at that job. Well, love, because everybody know what, what I do. And, you know, women. So, you know, women. So they, it wasn't like I had a depressing job. The same exact feeling came over me standing in that job. So it was more so like, God, you know what? I'm tired. What is it? What, what do I supposed to do? I text my wife and I told her what was going on. And it was like, okay, I'm finna quit this job. But I had to all the way line up with God. It was more so like, God, you know, we all pray, God, give me this sign. Mm-hmm. And it can be whatever sign that you ask for, it might not make sense to me, but it's going to make sense to you. Understand? God, right. if I'm about to do this, this needs to happen night right now. Understand? And that happened. Mm. Like you know that the, the, the fake the size of a mustard seed. Yeah. If I had been thinking, I would have brought my bottle because I bought some in the store. It was a lady by the name of Sister Trailer. She gave me that as a child, and she said, "You're gonna go far." People have always said that you have the anointing on you. You put this in your wallet. You put this in your pocket, and you keep this faith the size of a mustard seed. So I guess you know, you know, if when you instill something in you, and anytime you put water on anything, it grow right. That's right. So they, they, that mustard seed just kept growing to like a grapefruit. So I had the audacity to trust God. Not worried about what's going to happen. It, I had the audacity. You know what? I know what faith looks like, God. I'm going to trust you. To the point to where I started having, having supernatural experiences to where I seen him. I was about to literally say, all right, God, I'm going to go and I'm going I'm to work this job. Unless you come down here and touch me on my shoulders. <laughs> That's how direct I was. That's facts. Yeah. What other way do we believe besides being touched if we see it, right? I seen my own eyes. Somebody in my backyard walking. My lock, I had a I have a I had a pool at the old house. 
There was a lock on my back gate, wooden fence. I'm like, how do somebody get in my backyard without climbing? Walk one way. My wife says, I didn't say nothing. My wife confirmed. She said, somebody's in our backyard. They walked back the other way. She described the same thing that I had seen. I came back in the house after I went outside, no fear. It was more so like, let me go out here. Cause I know ain't nobody dick. I didn't have that, you know, take my gun because somebody violated my, my privacy. It was more so a confirmation. When I came mm. back, I looked over the fence when nobody in the out, it was no one outside. I looked over the fence, nobody outside. I came back in, I said, you seen it? She said, yes, I seen it. I said, that was my confirmation. I told God earlier, he's gonna almost have to come down and touch me on my shoulder. Or else I was gonna go back in that uh that that job and trust another man mm. and say my worth is. Mm. Oh, that's a word. Oh that he didn't steal the right. <laughs> You caught that one too. Yeah. So it's yeah. almost like when I seen that wow. confirmation, it was almost like it was it was meant to lock us in as one because it was gonna be a rocky road. I already knew when I left my job that it wasn't gonna be easy, but I didn't know what was going to happen i didn't know i was going to lose my father i didn't know i didn't know none of that i didn't know that my son gonna have brain cancer you understand Ooh. in the middle of COVID, wow. you understand where it's just a but that was also something that god designed because it was already the prophecy said your children was going to be fine your wife is going to be fine separation is needed if i hadn't separated my child probably would have been dead you mm. understand? if i hadn't followed that process my child probably would have been dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like me removing myself from the things that clouded my vision at the time and pulled my distraction from what God had me. You know, they, they were going to pull me from what God had me to do. He removed all of it. So mm. I just kept on going. Yeah. You said, how do you, how do you trust the process? You got to trust the process, really. You just got, you you know, got to trust the process. You know, we say we love God. Yeah. And we say this so fluently. That's right. We use love so fluently. Like, hey, I love you. But do you genuinely love him? Because if you love the man that will literally give you anything you want, you just got to trust the process. That's right. You got to give. See, people don't want to sacrifice. That's what it is. They just won't, 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 won't. They don't want to sacrifice. I had to sacrifice my personal feelings. It's the S word, Terrence. Yeah. Yeah. S word. How how many, as when you begun to talk hmm. and you telling bits and pieces of your story, a part of that in each level and each step that you take is that sacrifice. Right. And how many of us really want to sacrifice the things that we need to sacrifice? Because a lot of us think it's just one thing that needs to be sacrificed, but it's a lot more than that. So we're going to, we're going to come back in a little bit. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Yes, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And when we come back, we're going to ask you what's new for Terrence Love and what you got going on in the future to look for when we come back after this commercial break right here on The Morning Show. With your boy, the Joker, the Overlook MC, Vet Green, and our co-host, our lovely co-host, Forrest Lamar. He is a comedian. You know what I'm saying? He's very funny. He got a new script coming out very soon, so y'all look out for that. So we're going to get right into this commercial. I'm trying to find my commercial that is designed for this here. Uh, you know, because I'm doing producing and I'm hosting. 
Okay, and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm 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 watching I'm watching Terrence I'm watching Terrence the whole time while you're getting ready and like yo like you don't know how much I feel you right now you don't know how much like I can I can feel I'm, I'm picking up what you putting down yeah no through, through the camera my man like I said I can see you I can see you glowing I can see your aura my man yeah no doubt we 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 we'll, we'll be right back in the, after this break. For the fact here on the yeah. second half of the amazing interview of the king of RB Love, Terrence Love. Yeah. For the fact, man, we, we love, man, we, listen, man, I'm a fan. You know, I mean, I might be a super fan. Yeah, because you, you know, bring it's good to know somebody, man. Yeah, it's good to know that somebody won't RB. You understand? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I've, I've been talking about that on the show. I, I think this is the renaissance. I think this is the right now is the beginning of the renaissance. Every uh, genre of music is born mm -hmm. and then it goes through a renaissance. It gets evolved. Right, right. And I think this is I think this is the evolution of R&B, you know, what I'm saying with the influences that a lot of you newer people are coming out with it's mm -hmm. older influences It's not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 uh Stephanie Mills, it's Anita Bakers, it's yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That era, you know what I'm saying? That's inspiring yeah. this generation. I think it's gonna lead to some really really good music, and I'm, I'm excited about it. It is. It really is. Yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. What's going on with you, man? What's new? What's yeah. well, you know new projects? Or what you got going on for 2024? What's the goals? What's the plans? Let people know what's going on with you for all the listeners out there. And I, I just want to say, um, I have to hop off everybody. Terrence, I just wanted to stay for a little bit and say hi. Right, nice okay. to meet you. Nice. Loving your music. You are welcome on the platform anytime. Make sure you check out the Vet Green Show as well. Send okay. us your R&B music, please. We I've been vibing to it. Definitely a fan. I hope okay. you have a great day on purpose, everybody. I will talk okay. to you soon. Terrence, we have to pick up this conversation. I love enlightening conversations. So I invite you to the Vet Green Show as well. So stay tuned. I'll be in touch with you. Okay. Mostly. You have a good day. Getting off, everybody. Have a great day yeah. on purpose. See you, Lauren. Yeah, Queen. Bye. See you, Lauren. Yeah. Go get that Corvette tuned up now. Like, yes, got to. Get <laughs> Corvette tuned up. <laughs> Go get your oil change, yeah. your, your tire slide, whatever we got to do. But we, we need to keep our girl going. Yeah, yeah. For y'all listening right now, he is on the playlist on the pod, the morning show podcast. That's D A on uh Spotify. It's D A uh morning show podcast. And he's number five on the top ten list uh on there. So y'all continue to listen to the playlist. All our listeners, we do an amazing job on there. A lot of people tuned in. Uh we was in the top, we was in the top 20 playlists on Spotify last month. So hope we can get that slot. We're trying to get number one. So you know what I mean, but you're definitely on there. Uh, you know what I mean, and all that. But yeah, let people know what's going on. What's going on with you in uh, in the new year, new projects, and all that. Let people know a little bit about what you got going on. I look forward to what you got. You know, for your brand, we, I'm looking forward to that. 
about the love brand. Of course, we're going to always be pushing the agenda of love because every day is always Valentine, of course. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So um, I'm looking to drop uh, Me Too. That's a project that I'm an uh, actual project kind of saying, hey, Me Too, I got feelings too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's all mixed emotions. But yeah. it's, um, I did a, a kind of mixtape years ago of mixed emotions. So I just kind of kind of branded because, you know, everybody talking about Me Too, Me Too movement or Me Too, I want some too. Okay. Yeah. Me Too. Yeah. Yeah, it's really a, a, a kind of play off of mixed emotion words. So, but the songs are, that's on there are going to be pretty much expressing my feelings or how, how I feel. How my emotions can be um, happy. Yeah. I can have a messed up moment to where I kind of I fall short. Like I said, we all fall short. Yeah. Um, I got a project, a collaboration. I'm actually ready to travel to South Carolina uh, with an equation. Uh, yeah. We're doing that uh, next weekend. Yeah. I think we're trying to uh, plan for a tour. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We, um, of course, more videos, more. Um, I plan on shooting video to every song on the album. Yeah. So, um, we're going to probably get y'all an invitation because if we do, um, I want to do something different. Yeah. Instead of a listening party, uh, probably do like a, a, a movie, movie listening party. Like yeah. when you come in, I rent out the movie theater and uh, we do like a, Kind of just see the videos, yeah. Hear the song and seeing the video at the same time. It's, okay, you know what I'm saying? Kind of uh, release it like that. Um, to kind of give people that overall, because you know, a lot of times the, the videos will help you understand the song. That's right. So I rather yep. get them all at once, so they can I have their attention versus get them song. Now they waiting on the video. Hey, we can work on that now. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah, I like the uh, my favorite song is uh about your daughter. And I and I and I told uh, uh, your manager that I'm, 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 I'm yeah man I'm I'm gonna have that song walk the aisle for my daughter I'm gonna have her listen to it because you know when she get married you know what I'm saying uh, I wanna you know when I pass her on to her to her king I wanna uh-huh. walk down with her because you know I had those moments when she was a little girl you yeah. know what I mean uh, she about to graduate college uh, for her RN nursing and uh and you know that 2024 is gonna be that graduation and probably wedding uh okay. so you know i would definitely would love to 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 walk her out with that song man uh because uh yeah. you know you know everybody want to do that nah nah i want to walk her down and pass her on with that because uh none of the memories i have with her you know, wow you know, that's that's, you know, that's an honor yeah that's yeah honor. yeah and you know and to song. hear to hear your perspective of that because i made it for black fathers to be honest yeah, because we was always uh painting as a uh deadbeat, and I just yeah. wanted to show them how I interact with my children. You understand? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to give us a different light, yeah. so they can see a, a more lighter version of us. Because all they see on the news is us getting shot, us uh shooting at somebody, us a mug shot. They never seen the happy moments. You know, no, they quick to show a, a mug shot when the daddy done did something to the child. Yeah, and showing them happy moments of how we interact with our children because you yeah. know the world they don't know our race they don't know our culture they put us all in they say hey do you take care of your kids and we'd be offended but yeah. that's how they put it out they don't know nothing about us that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's right i want to give them something else because that's a that's a video they go out to the masses now this is how we interact we we love our children just like y'all love y'all yeah that's right that's right yeah they retouch me when i seen that video I seen it. I, I seen it like ten times back to back, and I remember the same moments and images you had in that, in in, in that because you know I was a young man. I was a real young father, 
Um, I was a father at 17. Mm-hmm. I had my first son at 17. I had my first daughter at 19. And it's like, you know, at that time, I wasn't doing the, I was doing the right thing. I was out here on the streets. You know, I was that, you know, saying that boy. You know what I mean? Thank God mm-hmm. I'm not there no more. But then at the same time, I was always there. I was still a father. I still had my my daughter. I'm, you know, living in projects in Buffalo, New York, walking around in the stroller with her and while her mom dropped her off while she was going to college. And these are the moments that I cherish right. with my daughter. And you know what I'm saying? And then I, I talk to her, tell her about it all the time after a lot of years, things that happened. But she came back in my life after all those years at age 12. And then I ended up having custody of her from age 12 until she graduated high school. And we built a, a whole different type of relationship. Yeah. Different from my other kids. And her being my oldest daughter, being my baby girl, it's like now she has kids of her own. Now she really understands and understands what I'm talking about. Right, right. And, and she's very strict on no matter what goes on and goes wrong with her baby father, but now fiance. Um, that she would never ever uh, separate that with her kids, with their dad. You know what I mean? Of the experience that she had with me, but we built that time up. Uh, we couldn't get that time back, but we built that time up, and it seemed like that we did gave it get it back because we have a whole different type of relationship now. Um, and um, you know, and now that song would work perfect for that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because I used to walk with her, you know, hold my finger and everything. I used to. You know, man. You know, you know. She's 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 she, 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 she can't do no wrong. Right. I remember, I remember yeah. mom used to call me when she was like eight, nine years old. You no, know, your daughter did that. I said, no, my daughter didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not my baby. You, 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 not you, my baby. You lying? I ain't believe none of that. Like, you know I what I mean? But then when she got older and things she was going through, then and then you know me being custier and. I took her when it got rough. Uh, I think my sisters and my grandmother, my mom always tell me, you got her when a rough time. You got her at 12 years old going into teenagers. So you were really going through it. Like you, you yeah. mama had the easy part, really. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so yeah, I had my hand full. I had my hand full in those years, but she definitely did an amazing job. And she's an amazing woman, amazing queen. Um, you know, I call her my pretty girl, Bree. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and, and then she liked that too, because you know most most kids don't like them nicknames. Daddy, stop calling me that. But she never, you know, she knows. She know when yeah. I say pretty girl breed, they know that. Yeah, daddy said that. You know, right. they, 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 what daddy said that. He said she she asked, what did he say? Did he say Brianna? He said yeah. She said no, he didn't say that then because she's called me pretty girl breed. So I know you right, like right. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let me see. I got a question. I got a question for my man Terrence because actually yeah. listen to okay. listen listening to a lot of your 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 struggles and you know what I'm saying the path that you've taken to get to this point. I'm glad Bam Fam is on here. Bam Fam, what's up? Good morning, um, Bam Fam. I feel like that I've just now like the enlightening that you just got as far as when you figured out this is what I want to do. This is my purpose. I feel like I've just hopped on top of that now i know everybody's timing is different and god mm-hmm. don't know time you know what i'm saying oh. so with that being said everybody's timing is different but now you also have children right and that's an that's a separate complete feeling of joy and enlightenment when you have you know what i mean a child or stuff like that as far as the right. the, the the blessing the childbirth the complication that can come along with it, it humbles us as ah. men very, very, very quickly in a short, short amount of time. So when I tell you, and a lot of people say that I need to do a documentary because that was a part of my, it was like 
what built me up to the person and the man that I am. My um uh, my little girl, my 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 middle child, she was born two months early. They only they was giving her like a 50-50 chance, understand? So it was like, but now she do tumbling and she she was only two pounds, eleven ounces when she was born. Mm. Understand? Then my other child, they had to take her because it was more so killing my wife than it was the baby. Mm. So those complications and uh, having an understanding for those children and all that. Yeah, I my path has been <laughs> kind of unique. You understand? So it's like, but I don't, I don't, because of I'm built for it. You know that they say God don't put more on you than you can bear. That's right. I was built for it because of how my raising, how my upbringing. You know what I'm saying? You have to be built and raised on love to have an understanding for people in their their situation. So you won't be quick to fall out with them and be uh, irritated with them because you you really have a you know what I'm saying a better understanding. So when she was going through this, it was more so because they I had to pack up for two months to stay in the hospital. But just so happened, once again, it was killing her more so than the baby. The baby was fine. You understand? So it was like getting those experiences. Really do like look at those children as they grow. I'm like, man, I remember, man, you was like the yeah. palm of my hand. You understand? Yeah. So now you running and you flipping and you tearing my pockets up. You want to go get your feet done. My little girl ain't number ten, and she want iPads. She want it's so. Yeah. But it's like you just it's yeah. a it's a certain feeling as a father. Like I can remember. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have had this moment if it had went the other way. You understand? Yeah. So I'm thankful to yeah. God, and uh, yeah. I just really try to those those everyday frustrations and what i call frustrations it ain't no bad frustration because you taking care and providing for your your children your family that people don't know those are frustrations that's a sign of a, a happy medium or a confusing stress you understand because you got to know how i'm gonna feed them i gotta do this you always got to do something so it's like you still trying to provide but people don't be understanding how they can you put a lot on yourself in the yeah, process you know. because you do you do value your children you do want right. to give your children everything you do when they ask you want to be able to give it to them i'm mm-hmm. trying to leave my children legacy that's a fact that's me that's me yeah. shout out to digging in the crates man appreciate you good morning man put highlights and the followers in the chat big dog we appreciate you this morning man tuning in it's your first time tuning in to the morning show we have the lovely iron b king of love terrence love Right here in the interview, man, doing what it do, man. He's definitely an amazing artist. Please follow him on IG. You know what I'm saying? Right now, it's on the screen right there. You know what I mean? At one Terrence Love. Uh, make sure y'all continue to follow his legacy, what's going on. Um, you know, don't be afraid to to check out what he got going on. Check out his catalog. Check out his videos. And check out when he's going to come to your town for a show. And everything how excited you is about the tour man uh i know you're excited what hey, you man. what you expecting out of the situation too you know what i mean so for me i i learned a while ago i had to and this is another conversation stephanie is like like not only just my publicist my business partner she's like a, one of my closest friends because yeah. once i get once i got rid of everybody god had around me exactly what I needed. Somebody that was gonna uplift, that was gonna chastise me, that was gonna that was gonna give me constructive criticism, and I knew it was coming from a loving place versus a hateful place. Understand? Yeah. So that yeah. we sit around, <clears throat> and Stephanie, she 
Which shout out to her because she did these videos. She directed yeah. uh, both videos, uh, uh, Everyday Valentine and Baby Love. Ooh, amazing videos, amazing content. Yeah. But um, the excitement. What was the, what was the question again? I got thrown off um, about the tour, right? Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm extremely excited about the tour. I'm actually um, was kind of hoping that. And what I'm looking for, I'm just looking to have people come out and hear my music. You understand? Yeah. So it's like it's not so me so much as I want a pack house. Everybody want a pack house. Yeah. I want yeah. if it's that what they say, if it's two or three gathering his name, I want them yeah. two or three to go follow me on uh on my on my social media because yeah. I learned that I wasn't enjoying the process. That's what I was about to say. That's the conversation me and Stephanie have. I wasn't enjoying the process. God was giving me every single thing that I asked for. And because my bank account didn't say a certain thing, I made it feel like that I wasn't successful. That's not true. Everything yeah. I've asked for and everything that I've set my mind out to do, I've done. Now it's just I'm just waiting on him to cut my check. You understand? That's exactly. Because I, I tell them they, they can't own my uh they can't own me because that belongs to my children. Mm -hmm. So I'm just gonna wait on God to cut my check. So I just gotta enjoy the process. So that's really what I'm looking forward to, just to go out. If it's a couple, I've saying at uh, 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 arenas or some clubs to where it was packed, and it was yeah. some just twenty people, and you yeah. still got to sing in Terrence Love. You understand? Because yeah. I just love yeah. singing to me is therapy. Okay. So a lot of times it's like I just need to relieve. Yeah, yeah. And if no I doubt. need to leave and I need to work out, that's good for your ears because I just need to relieve. That's <laughs> a fact. I might get lost and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask you, gonna talk about some. Why you close your eyes? I said, because I need to relax. Need that for me. Vibration, no doubt. Understand? We gonna get another break going on. Then we come back in this last segment of the, of the interview. Is we gonna talk about your top five? You know, what I'm saying whatever top five we gonna bring to you. We wanna know about that top five. Know your influences. We're gonna be right back here on the morning show. This your boy, the Joker, the Overlook MC, my co-host, the comedian. Yes, yeah, four star Lamar, no doubt. Four star. Hey, how are you doing? My name is Lamar, and I'm the creator of a new sketch comedy show coming soon called The Sketch Project. So come check us out. It's funny as f what? What? I can't say f bro. F you. Coming soon, the new show called The Sketch Project. You'll put the fun in funny? Yo, who write this sh Oh, I can't say sh neither? Coming soon, the new show called The Sketch Project. You'll love it like Jada loves Tupac. Wait, what? Too soon? Just watch the show, all right? It's funny and I'm broke. How's that? Is that better? The <laughs> I get a kick out of that every time I watch it. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. We back in full effect here on the morning show with your boy, the Joker, the Overlook MC, Invec Green, and our co-host, Forrest Down the Mar, man. You know, so I can't wait till that sketch project get done. Uh, that's going to be very uh, a funny uh movement you know get some laughs in 
you know, yeah. so laughing is good. I want to I, I, I take y'all away, man. I want to take y'all away. That's why I feel man Terrence love. It's, yeah. it's, it's so much going on in the world right now. We got so much oh, negative. Man. We got yeah. so much horrible. We got so much. I, I, I don't need a, a forecast to tell me horrible. I, I go right. outside my door and see it every day. Right. I want to be taken away. I want to be taken somewhere because I might have to go back to horrible later on today. Right. So, you right. know what I mean? With that being said, have a couple laughs. Have a couple drinks with your lady if you're listening to some R&B. Listen yeah. to some music with my man, Joker. Yeah. Take, take Get taken away because we all know the world is jacked up. Wherever you're oh, at, yeah. if you're black and you a male, your world is jacked up. Jacked up. <laughs> jacked up. <laughs> Wherever you at. Well, I got I got another. I'm a black male and I stay in Memphis, Tennessee. Lord. Oh, good Lord. I'm going to go with the full armor God on, boy. I'm like, like Lord, yeah. huh. you didn't protect me this morning. I didn't yeah. protect myself too. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got it. Yeah, yeah. We all, we all, we all got one. I got one of those. Got to have those, man. Well, you know, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's my mother's birthplace, Memphis, Tennessee. So, shout out to My mother was born yeah. in Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. huh. let, let's get let's go ahead and let this go right into it man we gonna say I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna bring a top five to the game then i'm gonna have lamar bring a top five and um my, my top five i want to bring to you is what is your top five r&b legends that influence you all right um first and foremost um the reasoning for me even uh taking interest in just Dead in life, Michael Jackson is boy. Oh yeah, all Agent day. Three, Mike. I used to, you know, he's put out some short. He's put out some short films, and um, I used to think that it was the shoes that made him do like the slide or whatever. And I used to tell my little church shoes. So then, until I found out he was gliding. So Michael Jackson yeah. is an influence because I used to sing a lot of his music. I used to try to make myself. That's when my octave was a whole lot higher. Uh, I can sing a lot higher. Uh, Michael Jackson, um, Brian McKnight. Ooh, from Buffalo, our hometown. Yeah, Dave Hollister. Ooh, see, he's sleeping on David. That's, That's Dave. my man. Dave Hollister. I that boy. I give it to y'all, man. Hollister, that dude. Yeah. I say be in. I say boys to men. Yeah, yeah. I because of the, the harmony and all. I'm. I take to all of them. Boys to men. And I'm a huge. I was see people don't know this, but I was a huge uh, Cisco fan. I, <laughs> oh, I can see yeah. that. I can actually see that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like because of how he used his his churchy voice, like his yeah. range and how he played around. Yeah. I had to. What was it? The uh, what was it? My life was incomplete. Yeah. Oh, classic. Years ago, I had to rewrite that for a church play. You know what I'm saying? I was singing this song in, the, in a church play, and I was probably about. I was a teenager, you understand? Yeah. So it's always been in me. So yeah, that'll be my uh, my top five because yeah, this goes oh. definitely one of the ones. Once I started to play around, my oh, voice, song, more more. It's it's more of the Cisco and Drew Hill than it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drew Hill yeah, he's talking about the year of the dragon. He talking, yeah, he talking yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talking about Drew Hill Cisco, not the uh, yeah, the, not the the <laughs> <laughs> but he was solo, he just went left field, didn't he? <laughs> man, man, yeah. look, but yeah, them, and then of course, this that list was because I've taken I've taken a lot from different artists, you know what I'm saying? Donny Hathaway, it's just a certain suddenty 
uh, yeah. had Carl Thomas. You understand this? Oh, yeah. Lot of, if you could sing, I was listening to you. Tank, Tyrese, yeah, Amy yeah. Fox, like, yeah, D'Angelo. Yes, D'Angelo. Yeah. If you could sing, I would listen to you. Yes. I, and I was never against with uh, female singers. It's just that when I seen another man that could sing, yeah, it was an interest. Like, man, let me see how this. Let me see how this brother can sing. You know what I'm saying? Let me see how God blessed it because I never would compete against anybody. You understand? Mm -hmm. So people was I'm like, hey man, I got somebody I want you to, to sing against. And I'm like, man, no. Now how I'm gonna tell this brother I can say my gift is better than yours. And we yeah. both blessed with a gift. You understand? Yeah. That? Don't make it. Right. Like, it's like you just yeah, God bless me better than you. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. I just right. know how to utilize the gift that he gave me. Understand? It's a difference. You have a gift inside of you that if you polish it, you better use it and it'll shine the way it's supposed to shine. That's it's right. not gonna shine like mine. It's yes, gonna right. shine about every gonna light is different. Every light's different. Well, I was just talking about that the other day on the podcast. Like if you light a flame in a fire, that fire and flame ain't gonna move the same way as that fire. It's always gonna be a different movement that fire. That shine is different. You know what I mean? Yeah, this yeah. way. I'm sorry. Yeah, Key Sweat was. Uh, it's just that. I think it was the songs. It was the songs by Key Sweat, of course. Yeah, Key yeah. Sweat. I used to sing the song because they were popular. Yeah. But as far as with the vocal ability, and I'm not saying that he can't sing. I'm just saying my vocal. You getting Terrence? It's coming from more like the Dunn Hathaways, Michael Jacksons, and because yeah. of the way I play with my voice. So I hear a lot of different artists. Jay Moss. I heard. You understand? So it's like it's the whole bunch of. You look like Isaac Kareem. Yeah. 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 You look like Isaac Kareem. Yeah. Okay. No doubt. That's facts. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, uh, you yeah, five, five you're going to give him a. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on. What do you say? He was breaking up a little bit. What five you going to give him? Uh, and, and you know me and everybody listen up because uh, especially all the other artists out there because I'm about to put y'all down on some game where I like to ask uh, a lot of the people that we do uh, interviews with uh, besides the people that you've actually done work with and feature with right now it don't have yeah. to be in no specific order name give me give me five people that you would love to feature with or work with right now that you haven't worked with before your, 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 your dream features For me, it's definitely gonna be um um Brahmanite. Um I wanna do a, a, a feature with uh uh Jasmine Sullivan or uh Kiki Watt, somebody with strong vocals. Somebody yeah, that's gonna challenge okay. me. Understand? Yeah. Um and you can never go wrong with doing a uh a feature with somebody like usher because yeah. that's just gonna give you the world i want to be in vegas yeah. too you understand yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, want, I, want to yeah. I ain't stupid i ain't crazy i want to be in vegas yeah. too yeah I'm definitely yeah. Be. but to keep the women like jasmine sullivan or kiki white because of, i said their vocal ability and mm -hmm. how they will probably pull something else out of me uh the, yeah. the man something like me. and yeah. i like to be challenged so Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's fire. That's, that's fire. fire. Yeah, me. Yeah. I just think her. See the thing on Jasmine Sullivan on one of my. I get my. I get my little email things from the media and everything. They said that she had. Uh, she had remade. Was it Anita Baker? That's when her new album coming out. Uh, 
about she can sing ABC. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you make it, you make it some some old school. Uh, Nita Nita Baker joins on her new album dropping next month. I can't wait mm-hmm. to hear that. And I can't. And I also want to hear the collaboration she did with Anderson Pack. They said she got a feature with Anderson Pack. Uh-huh. I would love to hear that. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. a yeah. writer, singer. He's a good producer. I love Anderson Pack. So I want to. Yeah. Jasmine Sullivan going to do some things at the end of the fourth, end of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good music coming out because, like, I heard the October London. Mm. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good music. Um, uh, how Green. you feel? How you feel about the new music coming out now in R&B that you think that can bring back R&B like with yourself in your town? Yeah, what I'm saying, like, like, uh, like the October London. I feel like he's taking R&B back to the Marvin Gaye days. You know what I'm saying? That um, it's gonna make it challenging make it a uh not, not not so much as a a competition but to where you want to be creative too so when you get back to these awards when you have all these amazing acts at, uh person after person you just look like man i want to see this person i want to see this man this person was good i think it's about to get back to that not saying that all that twerking that hype i feel like that that wave is we had enough it we didn't we, it was no balance yeah if they if it didn't have some type of balance it wouldn't be like we wouldn't be so tired of it now and i'm not just saying we and myself but i know there's a lot of people they like man look i'm just tired of that yeah. right, i got little girls i want my little girls that means yeah. they grow up and that they care and they hard as twerk shaking they tail no yeah. no 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 that's, you know, we all carry something along from our childhood this is what we were listening to i can remember when what i was doing when this song came out understand the yeah. music they got now when they get older, yeah. When I was a child, they were talking about they booty hole and yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, nah, nah. yeah. Nah. So no, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't knock nobody's creativity. I just feel like we all responsible, held responsible for the words that come out of our mouth, especially right. we have a platform. That's you're right. held responsible, you're held responsible, and I am too. Right. So right. when people listen to us, we are held responsible. When yeah. those people start saying that uh, they, you can't hold me responsible for. Um, what people do to my rap song that's a lie mm-hmm. because you didn't no longer just keep it in the, the secrecy of yourself or your your own home you put it out to the mass of the people because now yes. people that, that that look up to you think the way you think so you got that's a whole right. bunch of gremlins running around here now that's right it's like the big homies are the, the little dudes now i've seen a dude about 45 years old calling an 18 year old what's a big homie i said Nigga, you don't lost your mind my language is just like for real facts i feel you it's no principle it's like so the music that they're doing now nobody is really uh holding themselves accountable they just saying whatever they want and making a dollar yeah here you have getting screened and i'm very careful god worked on me on that in a while now i I, I, I know and for a fact i'm delivered from it um you know what i mean uh i'll be i'm I'm very careful of when I'm around anybody, I, you know, you know, what I'm saying I don't, yeah. I don't talk crazy. I need to talk. The mindset changed so much that yeah. I, I filter myself out on certain things. Like, you know, me being on this platform that I have, and everybody know me from radio. Everybody know me from podcasts. Like when I do a pop up or they they hire me to do some things that you know what I mean. I'm very careful around my surroundings, how people talk, and the energy right. and vibration. 
So, because like you that. know, I, people who's looking up to me, people is really want to, you know, they look at me in different perspectives. You know, say as a father, as a businessman, as a manager, as whatever hat I'm wearing that day, they look up to me in that in that lane. Mm-hmm. And I'm very careful on a lot of things. Like, you know, I don't go outside too much. Like everybody outside, I'm not outside like that. I tell me in a minute, I'm not outside like that. But when I'm outside, I'm outside. I'm outside. When I'm outside. But what people don't, what yeah. people don't understand is you can't hear from God if you if you got a, if you are on your own personal mission. I'm not saying everybody ain't on that mission. So everybody can go turn up. They go do. I guess they celebrate. They got to go to work Monday. Understand that just why they popping bottles every weekend. But if you outside, you cannot properly get your instructions. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to be somewhere calm. You understand? So where you can literally hear because it's the devil got a voice too. That's a fact. The devil give out gifts too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You give out blessings too. You understand? And what my pastor told me, uh, which is my mentor on South Carolina, he said that the devil more louder than God. Because <laughs> God wants to see you if you trust him. So what yeah. do, how do faith work? You got to sit around and, and in a relationship, you got to, I trust this woman. When she leave this house and she go wherever she go, and when she come home, then she ain't did nothing. Right. Right. I want right. you to trust him. You understand? Yeah, yeah. He ain't yeah. Us. He give us anything. You understand? When, when, dog, when God talked to you, he talked to you, he whispered. Yeah. Damn, I need yeah. you to walk out there and uh-huh. give a, a deliverance to somebody next door. Go ahead and sing uh-huh. a ballad for him. God wanted you to go next door and sing a ballad to somebody that yeah. could change their life. Change your look. I tell folks, your 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 first mind is your right mind because sec, subconsciously you're supposed to second guess yourself. That part. That's, that part. That's the devil. That's that. That's that. I ain't always. That's that. That, that little not so good angel. It's trying mm-hmm. to pull you back. I'm like, no, nah, you ain't gonna be able to do that. That first mind to say, I can. You can because you, yeah. you really can. You know what yep. I'm saying? But yep. second, I tell you, but then you got to think about this. See, that's where I got to kind of throw it off, too, because the things I said, I spoke out my mouth was happening, but I started to think that second nature was, dog, I need $45,000 to do X, Y, Z. When I needed $100,000 in the beginning, but God was already providing, there might not have been $100,000 up front, but it was $1,500 here, $3,500 there, $5,500 here, and it's just adding up to the number that I needed. I want to look at it that way. Understand? That's right. So it's like it's, a, it's really about how you look at the situation. Yeah, no doubt, man. We definitely appreciate you being on this platform, man. The conversation was amazing. Uh, I'm a fan uh, since day one. Since I, I'm a fan now. Yeah, when I first, <laughs> first I'm a fan now. Yeah, I You you on rotation on our playlist. You know, make sure you go ahead and, and share that and, and go ahead and like that and download that. To let people know you on. The Morning Show Podcast Spotify playlist. Um, and check out the top five R&B singers that we put on our show. That's on there. They're amazing also. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? So I'm pretty sure you're going to bump heads with them in the future. Because, you know, they, they might be you know opening up for you or vice versa. You know I what I mean? We vice versa. Oh, yeah. Come on hey, I might be opening up for them. We might yeah, be opening yeah. up for them. Yeah. 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 And uh, so, yeah, man, give, give people a warm. I know you said a lot today. You gave a lot of good spiritual movements, a lot of blessings, man. Give them one more good, good thing that you can leave for the listeners. Give them some of those, some of those encouragement, some blessings, real quick, uh, real, real quick, and we all gonna give it our last words to the 
to our listeners. All right, check this out. If you can see it, you can achieve it. It's just a process you have to go through. Yeah. Are you willing to go through the process? Are you willing to sacrifice to get what you ask for? Yes. Yeah. We got to give something. And it's like, yeah. I'd rather give my time for me than go to work for somebody else and let them take 10 hours and I only see $180, maybe $200 a day. I can make $200 in an app. Well, no, I make $200 singing five seconds, singing yeah. a singing gram. Understand? Right. So I had to, hey, know your worth. Yeah, know your worth. Look to God. I promise you here where your footsteps. Yeah, no doubt. Well, the uh, four star Lamar, give us somebody some last encouragement words. Uh, and, and, you know. and like I said, my man Terrence Love is uh giving me a, you know saying a lot of inspiration. I I feel, I feel the vibration. So I always say is uh, uh that along with my self education, don't ignore yourself because you everybody will self educate themselves at some point. Just yeah. like we listen to God, just like God whispers, I believe that you whisper to yourself. Yeah. And the outside world is louder than what the voice you telling yourself is. So listen mm-hmm. to you because nine times out of ten, not all the time, nine times out of ten, you right. Yeah. So listen to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my last words to give today for the day is, man, uh, you know, don't give up. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I know, you know, we, we overthink sometimes what we're doing because, you know, we want that microwave uh you know, popcorn, microwave popcorn, instance blessings. And uh, sometimes I'll put you in the crock pot and let that thing simmer. Understand? You know, what I'm but, you know, you know, I'm gonna give them that right there, you know, because uh, you know, I don't want no popcorn quick yeah, fast. I, pop I, I like simmering, you know. Yeah, I, like, I want crock pot, they taste better. Yeah, put something in a crock pot. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, let it simmer a little bit. You know, it's gonna take eight hours for this blessing to come and sit back and relax and be patient. You know, so you can smell the aroma, that means the blessing's coming. Yes, yes, you know what I'm saying? You know, and don't think about it, just you just smell it, enjoy it, and 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 do some other God's work, you know what I'm saying? So that when war come, you might get a piece of cornbread with it. Understand me? So you know, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we're gonna end this video off here with one of our main RB singers we have on the show, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully we can set something up to for you know, you know, say might get a collaboration or something going on with, you know what I'm saying? She's off the chain, uh, idea divine, I love her to death. She's on the playlist, she's number one on the playlist. Uh duh, uh, a morning show podcast on Spotify. Yo, we out of here, man. After the video, we love y'all, appreciate you. You know what I mean? Uh, you can stay backstage if you like. We'll kick it after the show. And right here, this is a music video. We ended off like this, y'all. See y'all tomorrow morning.
Stop. 